Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hey everyone, this is Contrarious Live, and I'm here with a... Uh, friend of mine called Scott Schnitzer, and uh, he has a YouTube channel, and uh, he is a targeted individual. He has been uh, targeted for over 25 years, and uh, I believe everything the man says. I have no problems with that whatsoever. Um, A lot of times people have problems with believing these testimonies. They find it a little bit uh, uh, over the top. But uh, as a deep conspiracist, I don't have any of these problems at all, you know. But um, he looks at the uh, targeted uh, individual community uh, somewhat similar as me. We believe there's a lot of infiltration. And so they're they're out there to ruin uh, people's credibility by doing crazy things, and I just talked about this uh, on on my last show, because uh, this is going on in the flat earth movement now, this kind of thing. This is what they do, you know. So there's a lot of confusion out there, but as far as believability, I don't have any kind of problem whatsoever, and I, and I never have, you know. But you can understand that um, people have a hard time believing that the government would be involved, because the government's got to be involved some level, right? But actually targeting people uh, the way that people talk about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like too much, you know, hitting people with these frequency weapons and tormenting them. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a reason why, uh, from my estimation, I have believed ever since I've been doing this show that the people who are in control are Satanists and, uh, that one thing is, is for sure, whether there's a Satan or not, uh, they act like Satanists. You know what I mean? But you know, here's the thing, you know. Who are the most evil people that you can think of? That would be Satanists, wouldn't it? Wow. Okay. Well, whoever is behind this is somebody that's supremely evil. You know? And so a lot of people just kind of check out because they go, well, you know, that's a Christian view. And uh, I don't believe in Satan. I don't believe in the Bible. It doesn't matter, okay? And you don't have to believe in Illuminati either. But whoever the controllers are, uh, the evidence is that they believe in Satan. And that's all that matters. You know what I mean? So um, you've got to come up with some theories about why people would do so many evil things to children, you know? Um and also with the medical field, it's absolutely uh, off the charts. Um, but children are targeted, um, even with the food that they eat, how toxic it is and, and toxic it is in these um, Saturday morning cartoons. It just goes on and on and on, you know. So um, I consider Scott to be an expert on the subject. He actually knows a lot more than I do. And uh, that's why I ask him questions. 
And I actually claim to be a targeted individual myself. And um, there's a lot of different types of TIs. I'm a lot different. I've talked about these, um, I guess you could call them orbiters, these people that get around me, and they each have a testimony that something is going on, even if it's demonic. You know, I mean, some people are skeptical of this kind of thing. Uh, those are typically people that only get attacked demonically. And uh, there again, we're using the term, you know, secular humanist culture where people don't believe in demons. But in the ancient world, uh, belief in evil spirits, um, it, it would be rare for someone who didn't believe in that. And we're programmed. Look at look at the um, the educational system that we get. Okay, can't we get to the point where we see that this is programming, indoctrination? So what does the indoctrination tell us? Uh, there's no spirit world. There's no ghosts. Uh, there's no angels. There's no demons. There's no gods. There's no goddesses. Okay, and people who are conspiracy theorists, they need to realize that, rethink that, and go maybe this is programming too. You know what I mean? And do a little bit more probing out there uh, because um, there's no authority out there that's going to come out and say there's no such thing as an exorcism, especially if you've never viewed one. You know what I mean? And so um, we actually live in a society where everyone is under attack. And the last time I did a show with uh, Scott, I think we've done two shows so far, we actually agreed uh, on the air, that everybody is a targeted individual to some degree. And uh, that's a big subject because I actually believe that the uh, that the people in, you know, the so-called controllers, Illuminati, whatever the heck, you know, this pyramidal system, I think they're a bunch of slaves. So I talk about living on a slave planet. Everybody is a slave. And uh, I know people don't like to believe that kind of thing either, but you look around. And uh, this is an extremely oppressive society, and people are in abject denial, okay? So the reason everybody's targeted to some degree um, is because there's a quiet war going on. It's, it's, um, it overlaps with the industrial age. Uh, things like giving us canned food. Everything has been weaponized right on down the line. And the way that you fight back is um, by self-education. And that's what Scott is, is good at. He has a lot of information to help people. Tonight I want to focus on his personal testimony, okay? But he's always going to throw some information out there to help people. But actually this information is valuable to pretty much anybody, you know. Uh, but if you're, if you're a TI, and I know we get tired of hearing that term over and over. It was probably manufactured for us. Okay, and our whole language is weaponized. Okay, but if you're a TI, um, you need to push back with everything you have. First, you have to um, acquire knowledge, and then you have to apply the knowledge. Okay, it's just like the acquisition of wisdom comes through um, knowledge. Okay, if you don't have knowledge, you're not going to be able to act wisely. And if you're a TI, it's, it's very important for you to make wise decisions and educate yourself. Because otherwise, you're just going to spiral down and you're going to be tormented. And if you apply this knowledge, 
at the very least, you can feel somewhat self-empowered. You know what I mean? Uh, because uh, a lot of these people just lose their mind uh, because um, they feel helpless, you know. And um, anyway, Scott, um, you've been a, a TI, quote-unquote, for over 25 years, right? Yes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, yeah, I uh, start one. Why don't you it, tell it us started, uh, your story? Oh. And, and I want to hear about your experiences, so go ahead there. Sure, Dave. No, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it started in the early 90s, and neighbors were acting on like, just like, coming out and doing things that I do, like kind of copying and all that. But um, it really started like, uh, first of all, as Dave said, my name is Scott Snitzer. Uh, I live in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I've been a targeted individual for about, like, I'm guessing 26, 27 years or so, roughly. And, like, my techniques have mainly been, like, psychological. I've gotten what I believe are created illnesses, like from atrial fibrillation of Crohn's. Um, There's no reason I should have gotten my head test. The point is, the test said, like, uh, there's, there's just no reason for them. But the point of all this is, is that, uh, first off, like, there's so much to cover here. But my obvious and open tactic started about 26 or 20, 27 years ago. But because we live in, like, a world in which there has to be some kind of centralized, there is, has been centralized record keeping of all the citizens for a long time, you have your standardized school test, and you have to ask yourself based on the uh, the patents. And like you know, we know we can't trust the system. And you know, when they claim they discovered, like for example, like the how to do voice skull project, you know, like uh, other people's voices and the like the, the minds of other people. Maybe like they were able to do 50 years before the patent was filed. The point is, uh, my open tactics, my obvious tactics, started about 27 years ago. But who knows how long I was like uh, in the program. Who knows how long you were pulling the strings behind the scenes. You know, because everyone, and I do believe everyone's life is like uh, kind of like uh, the Adjustment Bureau, the Truman Show combination. It's just that pathetic. But um, I've been aware that I'm a targeted individual about four years. I like to think I've been subliminally, subliminally told because I did a lot of quote truth searching online for years and years before I all of a sudden found, oh, Gang stalking, what's this? And of course, it's not gang stalking, that's a word from the intelligence agencies. They're like, you know, control the way we think. Because the way you speak controls the way you think. So, let's see. Uh, but also, as you keep track of the people that do this to us, uh, they're, they're brainwashed to begin with, period. Um, they were brainwashed before they were recruited, before they were uh, approached. And like, like I said, they have records on everyone. And it's a need to know basis, they're all compartmentalized. But um, let's see where I'm going to start this. Um, uh, I've gone through like at least a dozen reasons why like I got put up with this garbage uh, targeting and harassment, and like you know I thought I picked someone off or like uh, no, it's not revenge. I don't think it's bloodline at all. But I do believe it is because I have Asperger's, which is high functioning autism, and again they keep track of everyone. And, like, uh, you know, it just made it easy to rally all these people around me, spread the smear. I've, I've been isolated, kept to myself most of my life, socially awkward, that kind of thing. Because when you have Asperger's, that's what it's like. There's just certain deficits. And it's not put down, it's just a fact. So, like, you know, and get cowards, you have to take advantage of people that, like, uh, and another thing, too, for those listening, um, 
is that they could cut, I believe, subliminally in your mind using microwave technology, whatever they're using, reasons why you're in this program, like I believe they do with me. This is a constant, like a game, focal game of perception management. So if tactics really started getting open, let's see, I'm trying to remember the year, 92 or something like that, 93, really started getting more open. I went to Buffalo State College. I finished up my business degree, bachelor's in uh, business, and like uh, administration. And like I had things where people were saying certain key words, you know, trigger words around me, you know, like not to my face. Um, people staring at me funny. I had, uh, I wondered in my head, like, uh, were people going to, like, uh, what do you call it, like, uh, they're just gossiping about me. Uh, I thought to myself, well, there's no reason. I, I, I've been self-conscious through the years, but not like this. In fact, about two months before, like, I started going to school during the summer, I thought to myself, you know, when you get to, like, this Buffalo State, they're going to start saying this and that about you. You know, people talk this. And why? That's what I'm saying by technology, subliminal stuff. My voice to skull has been mainly in my inner voice, meaning like, you know, like whatever you want to find your inner voices as. And there's other people, like the course, get the uh, voice to skull and other people's voices, mostly I uh, guarantee is computerized. Uh, so, I mean, they're just that good, the technology, the voice morphing technology, whatever you want to call it. But my, uh, and like I've gotten, like I said, certain people use certain keywords and solving garbage that have no basis on reality, but, you know, it was meant to try to get me upset. So that's, in other words, I can hear people, like, I have great hearing, but hearing somebody say something, whisper something 20 feet away. That's voice to skull another person's voice. I, it took me a long time to figure that out. And, like, for your targets, uh, I look, I'll, I'll put it like this. I do believe millions of Americans have been paid, trade, and recruited to do this. But I also believe that, like, uh, they can, like, use the technology to make you think that everyone's against you. And it's just not true. It's not everyone. Um but, I mean, there are millions of paid, trained, quote-unquote, perps or citizen spies. I love that saying. It's fine. Um, so, like I said, uh, this isn't about revenge. It's not extrajudicial punishment. Um, and, like, a lot of targets think this is human experimentation, but as far as I'm concerned, there's a limited number of ways the human body and mind are going to react to trauma, like the burns and lasers and, like, uh, so... My target has been mainly been psychological in nature. Um, and I've got like every tactic you can think of and then something you won't find online with the uh, synchronization going in and out, neighbors coming in and out at the same time, the dirty looks, the hateful glares, in other words, um, directed conversation, people saying stuff. I had radio perping in their early 90s. People on this uh, radio host, uh, Nazi, like guy, Tom Barley, a t- uh, uh, talk show station in the way down in Buffalo, New York saying things I said in my car in private, I thought, what's going on? And it didn't freak me out per se, but I just, you know, it just, instead of turning off, I kept listening. And this guy would like, uh, this guy was a good friend of the Amherst Police, the son of Buffalo. So I got that. But I mean, and, and like school, just people were acting really weird. And my moods, like, just were off. I'd get angry or I'd have no reason to. And school security started eyeballing me because they have to give the illusion that, like, you know, like, you're guilty. That's one of the things they can't really control you unless they, they have to try to break you down as much as possible. I personally believe that 90-plus percent of the tactics they use on us are energy-based mind control. I really do, at least 90%. But they have to do tactics to also, like, make it seem like uh, people have power over you. They, they have to inculcate or make you or put in stones you guilt and shame, feelings of inadequacy. They have to cut your legs off from under you, so to speak, to make you feel... Uh, help us. And that's one thing. Every target I've heard, like his real target, 
has had, including myself, learned the helplessness feeling no matter what you say or do will make a difference. So I got a choose of thoughts. I get home. I thought that I do or say something wrong. It wasn't me. So eventually, like, uh, this is a goal from Buffalo State College. I, I graduated on a stage course, got my degree. And I was living in an apartment complex about a couple miles from the school. So I just was goofing off, you know. And I just started having panic attacks out of nowhere. I wasn't drinking coffee. I drink it now, decaf. I wasn't drinking coffee. There's no reason. And so eventually I moved back in with my parents, and I believe I was in my, I'm trying to get the chronology right, I think the late 20s, early 30s. And it got so bad, I had, like, worries that I was going to gouge my eyes out. I mean, I haven't had that before or after that since. And I know what intrusive thoughts are. It's an obsessive compulsive disorder. And to make it clear, I guarantee most of the psychiatric classifications, the DSM stuff is Nazi science, but a lot of it, unfortunately, because the world, the system is so evil, so ruthless, that everything is toxified, everything is weaponized, you have actual mental problems as a result of the environmental toxins and, of course, uh, all the, the flawed ways in which humans have been like programmed to interact, such as like uh, passive-aggressive, not speaking your mind. So there's real mental problems, but for many, many causes. So anyways, I'm in this hospital for two weeks, and I had to get like a, it was a voluntary admission. So many if I wanted to be done, get a gun, which I'm not going to get, I thought of it, nah, it's stupid. Uh, you know, they, I, I would be like that one probably because it wasn't. And the point is I had to get a, a psychiatrist to sign off on it. So I'm there for two weeks, and I met my first uh, perp, my roommate there. He wasn't perping me then. He didn't know any of this stuff. He hated the police and all this stuff. Craig Seraphin, he had a real hot sister. We dated for a little while. Nothing happened, unfortunately. Not to sound crude. <laughs> a little. But uh, the point is, um, in hospital, like I was, uh, you know, like a good, like, uh, obedient person who trusts authority, I was taking a psychiatrist. He prescribed me an antidepressant, which didn't help, antipsychotic, which I didn't need. And an anxiolytic. Uh, I was on Ativan and I think Clonopin, yeah. And like way, way, way overprescribed that stuff. So I'm there two weeks. I'm actually starting gaining weight. Constant stuff. I was really kicking right away. And I, uh, you know, I kept on seeing the psychiatrist because they make their rounds early, early in the morning in these hospitals. So I'm in this mental hospital, Brandon in Buffalo, New York. And like, so I'm done with that. And it's a week or so later I'm seeing the psychiatrist because. You know, they want to help you, and, you know, you believe this stuff, blood, brain barrier stuff, the chemical imbalance, which it does have some effect on it, but it just, it puts your, you know, the brain chemistry out of whack, and, like, uh, it, it, it causes suicide, for example, and depressions for many reasons, but that's going off on a tangent. So this guy said I should have some structure during the daytime. So he suggested a day treatment for a man in his early 30s, and so I went to this thing called Horizons, still there in Niagara Falls Boulevard here in Buffalo, and, like, uh, basically it was, like, Three, four, five hours a day activities. It wasn't it was it was humiliating. I was quote unquote higher functioning. I never met I met a couple of girls there, it didn't work out. Um, because never mind, I was gonna make some say something there. But it's the point is uh, after a year and a half in this place, you know, we had social workers, I had this pimply face, disgusting social worker with a burr head haircut. He called my parents like to meet us somewhere and I'm trusting all that and it was a group home. And they wanted to get me into a group home so the state would take over my benefits. And, I, and no, thank God my father spoke his mind. I was trusting, and, and like, had I known now what I know then, what I know now, but that's why, like, they take advantage of your ignorance, lack of knowledge. So, yes, you know, I was in that place. Well, I just, I, I eventually moved out of the house, but my parents were supporting me, helped me out. I was still seeing psychiatrists. I, I developed Crohn's disease. 
But the parking like wasn't like nonstop tactics. It was like police here and there doing stuff and looks. But it was nothing outrageous in your face. But then over time, you know, then I moved into like a, about a year or two years after Bradman Hospital, I think a year and a half, moved into this place, a house um, owned by the father of like my roommate in this hospital, Craig Serafin. And this guy, like at first, he didn't perp me. Then he just started doing stuff. I had an upstairs flat, and he just he was like uh, just certain trigger words and intimidation stuff, and like just definitely was monitoring me. And this guy used to hate the police. So the police are scumbags. Just involved in all this stuff. And all of a sudden, he said, "Oh, the police with a, a grin." And he goes, "Are you that stupid? You don't know what's going on?" And he looked. He said that to me one time. And of course, I didn't know what's going on. So I was getting monitored constantly at that point. I, we're all monitored as far as I could say for a long time. And uh, what the heck else happened with this? Uh, see, the guy was just, like, insane. This guy, like, had made the rounds of all Buffalo psych hospitals for manic depression. Real head case, narcissist, pedophile. So, anyways, I mentioned out of that house. Oh, yeah, is uh, some tactics. I had a thing where, like, I drive my car and, like, uh, to like um, one of the main streets, and like the engine would give out like five, six times. And I realized now it was 99% chance of like a magnetic pulse of some kind. Uh, and I remember this thing like uh, where I was driving down like one of the streets of Buffalo, and one of the Amherst suburban police are eyeballing me. I'm being made to look with the microwave hearing, whatever it is. And I'm thinking, what's going on? I'm feeling this fake here. So this car, like, uh, let's see. Okay, there was a police car behind me, and in front of me was this like another police car, and in front of them was this huge van, huge van, and like a white van, I think. So I get to like we drive about a mile or half a mile, and these guys pull over to this like empty parking lot, and I see like SWAT get out now, geared up, but out of the back of the truck. That's street theater. The Amherst police, Buffalo police, all police know about this. Um, they cover up murders of uh, they commit. They cover up. They uh, some are involved in drug dealing. Some are pedophiles. Um, they're traitors. Anytime they save a life, they cancel out many times over. I have zero respect for the police. I don't hate them. I don't hate anyone. I moved past the hate years ago. But I have no any. You could pass like a dozen people or more a day that have carry permits. They police are meaningless to me. They have no. But the point is, with car targeting, you have to have uh, the brainwashing. You have to have one or more operators give the illusion that they have control and power over you. So, you know, I, I thought, I thought subliminally to myself that someone projected in my head something, whatever, computers, AI, that, oh, they might think I have guns. Why the heck would I think that? So it's like when I say this is an energy-based, uh, I mean, most of the mind control is, like, depending on your targeting, in my case, well over 90% is energy-based. Yeah. The intrusive of thoughts. I know it's not me. And that's why you like to say in my videos, my talk you call, Get to know yourself as much as possible. And the more you're aligned with the truth of yourself and the way the world is, the easier life's going to be with or without this program. And I'm speaking from hard-learned lessons and I'm continuing to learn because life is a continuous learning process. But so, like, yeah, looking back, what am I going to say? Well, why didn't I know this or that? Well, a lot of things I couldn't piece together because, one, my mind was being monkey with, and two, um, the Asperger's. And it's not an excuse. It's just the truth. The truth is the truth. So, um, let's see, I just want to select this thing and like, move it to a folder. Uh, sorry, one second, please. Uh, here we go, YouTube targeting videos. I'm just sorry, I had to like, add like, uh, my computer screen. So, anyways, uh, let's see. Okay, uh, I just have bullet points here. 
I got like tons of stuff everywhere. I went security guards, stores watching me eyeballing, police driving by slow or watching you look. Oh, I got a good one here. Yeah, about 13 years ago, uh, I moved back in 13 to 14 years ago. So my father was had dementia, and like I, my mom wanted to help out. I mean, I volunteered. She took me in, thankfully. Um, I was living on my own. And like uh, this one neighbor, Tom Bennett, who lives on a side street. Am I talking about all this? They, they're welcome to bring up a million of these people. I don't care. They're worthless. They have no, they've stolen so much from me, and that's not a victim mentality, by the way. Just being honest. You know, no self-pity, zero. This guy would walk by, ride by with his bike, you know, walk by with his dogs, mouthing certain like things so I could hear it, but not see my face. And so about two weeks after this, week and a half, I said, you know, I said a certain expletive, swear word. And this guy just, uh, you know, met, I went out for a couple hours and came back. And it wasn't a threat or nothing. I made a, I just, uh, it was like, I didn't even say it to him in his face. But there's more street theater because they have to give you the illusion that they have power control over you. I go out for a few hours, come back. This guy, his neighbors, his, his wife, uh, two neighbors and two Buffalo police cars are there. They're looking over at me like I killed somebody. And he's about 150 feet away. And the police said, don't worry, he won't bother you. And this guy had been like, a, I mean, like this guy's done like perping like a few hundred times. Just this guy alone. I have six households that have taken part of it within like a 200 feet. No more than 200 feet, actually. Two feet. The point is, um, in about eight or nine, I'd say 10 on my street of about 100 houses have taken part, over 100 houses. But it's probably more than that. This this thing is everywhere. Anywhere, and not everyone's involved. That's one of the reasons they like, you know, keep it quiet. I mean, that's, that's the news will cover it. And, of course, it breaks our fake constitution. Many, many laws. It's not just conspiracy against rights, conspiracy against rights under law. Um, Karen Stewart, who I actually believe is a real thing, she's an NSA whistleblower. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think she is. She has petitioned, which is an absolute waste of time out. But it's an interesting loop. The law is broken, the fake laws. But uh, I've done, like, I'll cover some coping things and one of the better word, ways to deal with this. One of the things that's helped me, like, aligning myself with the truth, like I said, no illusions. As far as I'm concerned, we have some freedoms, but we live in a basically fascistic or totalitarian uh, country, world. And that's made it much, made it much easier because, like, for example, one of the things with Asperger's, and it's all, like, relevant, uh, is that you give people the benefit of the doubt. You don't think, how could people do this? Everyone's got to think, like, everyone has to think and act like me. No, they don't. I, I found out that I had Asperger's approximately eight or nine months ago, and I read the heck out of it. I listened to videos, probably hundreds <laughs> And like I'm taking a nutritional approach with any target listening, take some online tests for Asperger's, ADD, ADHD. Uh, you might have, and if you do, um, they're using it against you. Or if you're not targeting your narcissistic uh, relationship, you're being abused, it, it, it could have Asperger's. Um, you don't have to, but it makes it much easier to pull off this stuff. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, by aligning yourself with the truth more about who and what you are, the way the world is, what these people are, seeing these people as weak and effectual, that they depend on technology, they depend on orders, that they basically are children taking orders. Like me, I've probably taken tens of thousands of separate subliminal commands, saying, doing, feeling things that ordinarily wouldn't do in almost 30 years. But if one of these slobs in uniform or DHS or whatever came up to me and said, no, they might greedy, so I couldn't give this to people. So, in other words, I although I've done things that I ordinarily would not do of my own free will, I'm not perverted. Oh, I, I, I have my I don't have a price. And like we should all be proud of ourselves. But 
I don't define myself as a targeted individual anymore. I don't like calling it gang. So you've got to use a term to discuss it, to qualify what you speak of. But language, as Dave knows, I'm sure, is ex- and as those new listeners, is extremely weaponized. And, you know, and, and of course, it seeps in your subconscious, and you start defining yourself by the words you use. So I realize this. And, like, I, I, thankfully, I'm eclectic. I mean, I, I wasted time listening to fire videos, like, over a year ago because it was entertaining. I didn't really buy into 100% because it was just, and these are traps. These are truth of traps. They just keep you, like, occupied with garbage. But back to my stuff, uh, targeting was crazy on and off. Like I said, tons of synchronization or same-time accidentally with neighbors. My color, my trigger color has been black, like as an authority, like security guards, police, disgusting cowards. Um, and they used certain, like, a couple of different words, whatever. They were upsetting, even though they weren't true. But I just, you know, they just... But, again, when you feel like negative emotions, fear, anger, most of the time it's a technology. It's not you having a normal reaction. Unless your perps had you locked up in your house and beat you continuously, there's no reason for you to feel all these things. There's, there's none. There's no excuse. That's technology. It took me a time to get to that point. And sadly enough, I see so many targets, um, or better way to put it on these calls, I've heard so many targeted individuals state how, like, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, they, they, they're calling the control loop. They state the same things over and over and over and over. I don't, I don't even hardly watch these videos anymore. I can't. They, they're trying to document these people. And you, if you can catch these people in the act doing a crime, committing a crime, wonderful. But you're trying to get pictures of everything, the license plates, you know, and, and photographs, helicopters, all the flyovers. And some of the flyovers is, are not these people. It's, it could be you being made to look up when the planes fly they don't fly over or the product being made to go over you. The mass mind controls effect. I don't know the exact figure, obviously, but I'll put it like this. Okay, no. In the, as far as the weapon is going, mind control technology, there are patents out there. And basically, patents, you have to have some kind of working model or something that I heard. So most all of these things probably work to varying degrees, what, what's on the Internet, of like mind control patents, and there's a lot of them. And whatever the, what, uh, another thing I'll state now, what, what, how they controlled me 27 years ago is the same way I was controlled yesterday or just uh, a couple hours ago with the synchronization, be, me being in a certain place at a certain time and, and me being made to look. But when I feel that fake fear, I know what it is in all these. And, we, you know, like it's like I used to think I have to go along with this. No, we don't. And that's the thing, too. This is operant conditioning, brainwashing you're getting. It's systems of reward, system of rewards and punishments. If you cooperate and all that, you might get less targeting. If, if you don't, like every single time I'd begun to make serious progress and break out of the brainwashing, I was blitzed. And that's because they're saying, no, we're going to show you your place. I don't have a place. They don't have a place to, like, look at me. They have no excuse. And I'm not, uh, what's the word for it? Pusillanimous um, isn't a word. There's a word for, like, uh, pugnacious. I'm not, I'm not, I, the only time I'll ever, like, be violent is if I have to defend my life. I think life and memory state, yeah, okay. Until then, I, I've gotten to the point, and I'll target this and now later, please hear me out. Um, let them do whatever they want. It's not about you being a man or like being a tough person. They can dance naked, pardon me, and be true. To, they, they, they can say, do whatever they want, if, whatever they want. If my life is threatened, I'm not going to like hold back. And I don't like saying this. I'm not violent. I, I Only the weakest, most cowardly people use violence and fear migrant, period. You have to be. You don't have to use violence and coercion 
on threats and all that. So many to like uh, to convince someone to listen to reason if someone's mind is open to reason. And getting back to other targets, like you know, and I'll keep going back to my story. Um, going back to other targets, it's like people are stuck in control of it. Listen to these calls, they watch these videos, and it keeps re-traumatizing. These calls, re-traumatizing, pardon me. So now, these calls do not really give up. I've listened to them. They've had some EMF stuff, precautions to take. They talk about shielding all the time. They talk about detox, which, by the way, is supposed to be some of the detox things they talk about might be a little dangerous because they're supposed to detox in a certain order. They don't care if, if these calls actually care about, and Renata Murray's, she's a bit brainwashed, unfortunately, between her, some religious indoctrination, just the way she, she's in the victim mentality way too much, strong woman, but smart as heck. You're, you're talking about talk shoe calls now. Yes, Dave, thank you. Yeah, um, The talk shoe, thank you. If the talk shoe calls actually cared about, in the clinical CI celebrities like David Vogt, Man Walked Across America, and he had a, TI conference, like a Unity and Hope conference in Massachusetts, I call it Unity and False Hopes, of course. Uh, it's there to entertain occupied targets. Targets don't, the, the people behind these programs control everything. I'm talking about like the controllers, you'd say, um, the powers that shouldn't be. In other words, do you, I, I like to say this on my own call and videos. Do you honestly think that they're going to allow you as a target to seek full refuge online? No, you're going to get perked in the chat room. You get, I mean, not nonstop. You know, depends on the person. They're going to try to introduce you like people that are manipulators. Excuse me, I've talked to other targets. They try to make a, a guy, Mike Mason, who has a talk show call, my handler. I know it. This guy was a million percent of target, by the way. He ended up in a group home for a while. Plus, like a psych disability or whatever. But he's a million percent control opposition. He's running around with the audio spotlight saying we're going to convince the media, law enforcement. No, you're not. That's all technology. Just like the guy from Gangstalker Wars, Brian Catherine, a.k.a. Justin Carter. He, I think he took all his videos down. Oh, Matt, oh, my star, great guy, of course, our friend. And, like, uh, he called uh, garbage on that video with him, like, uh, right away. I took me 10 minutes to realize, oh, wow, another fake. But I realized that at least. But the people on the call, so they truly cared about targets. They wouldn't just talk about their class action lawsuits that are never going to go anywhere, unfortunately. They wouldn't just talk about all this other nonsense and, like, you know, all the fear porn. And a lot of the regular callers are definitely controlled, too. Absolutely, 100%. And I don't care if someone wants to call it slander. It's not. You have, like, uh, Ella Free, Linda Costanzo, Mike Mason, Frank Allen in Massachusetts, you know, Chevrier. I don't know if this guy he has a tech call. I'm trying to remember his name. Another guy like that. Um, you have, like, Derek uh, Robinson, of course. Wow. These people are controlled opposition. You care about people, you're going to tell them simple ways how to deprogram from the brainwashing, dietary changes, intelligent supplementation. I know Neil covers some stuff here and there, but it's a lot of fear porn. It's like by keeping people occupied with, and you could spend the rest of your life not leaving the house on your computer, reading up on, on all these manuals and targeting stuff and old manuals and like, and like looking at the FOIA requests and all these things, you know what? It's not going to stop the people behind it. It's not going to bring justice to it. You have to learn to live alongside it as much as possible. Does that mean you're saying it's okay? No. But there's a lot of things in life, and I don't mean to wax philosophical, but it's true. There's a lot of things in life that we can't change. And not just us, a lot of people. And, and, like, and we accept it. We just move on. There's aspects of this program can't change. Like I was saying before, my Asperger's. I used to think that everyone thought about like the same way I did, mind blindness. No, everyone sees, 
thinks and feels, tastes, everything in different ways. And you can't just say, oh, they're psychopaths. Yeah, they are, but they see the world through a different lens. We speak the same language, we're bipedal, you know, all of us walking through it, but that's where it ends. Some people are just like born a certain way, spiritless humans, whatever you want to call them. But uh, let's see. So, like, I, I like, uh, I'm pretty much eclectic, and I like, I went through like tons and tons of videos. Like, I'm like, I like, uh, I learned about the basics of the electromagnetic spectrum, which everyone should get a basic outline of what's going on, the basics of this program. I don't really know it all. There's a guy, I think he's controlled. He has custom things through websites. You can know problem. He doesn't really give any really good coping tips, not actually. Eric Kallstrom, uh, he's given some interesting interviews, but, I mean, it's useless knowledge. You can study the history of this until it comes out of your ears about the Stasi and the Nazi and the Cheka police, I guess, Russian. And you, and, but you want to learn some basic stuff, and then what? How is it going to serve you? How is it going to help you? How is it going to make you deal with this better? How is it going to alleviate or lessen the fear? That's what I mean. You want to get to the point where you start becoming more practical, more pragmatic than ever in your life. And just like realizing that where and when you're wasting your time, and this is going to end when I'm talking about life. Eventually, hopefully for us, like a long time from now, but I'm telling you, you I mean, I learned the hard way. I wasted thousands of hours. I'm not kidding. Last four years alone that I've been aware of a lot of on the target. Thousands of hours, I mainly use this garbage. And like, had it's just another thing, too. I believe I was allowed to. Allowed to know I was a target about four years ago, subliminally, because they have things arranged. Again, it's like I don't like using the movie analogies, but it's a combination of the Adjustment Bureau, the Truman Show, as far as like manipulating a person's life. And it's, it's, the, the people, that, uh, again, I'll say it in a different way the people doing this, the perpetrators, um, they're already controlled. They're already, you know, and it's, and it's not like, um, I was going to try to be this big leader or anything like that and change the world. No, no. I mean, I, I'm a decent person. I have a lot of talents and gifts. We all do. But uh, this is just a matter of convenience. Maybe I have some, uh, there's some good things. And like, they, they definitely want to like, uh, get as rid, rid of much light as possible or decency. I'm, I'm basically a good guy. But it's, the point is, is like, um, you hear targets saying, oh, they're doing this so they can like, uh, you know, like, so you don't like, it, it's not as though like, I'm going to be able to go out there ever and, like, go to the media and say, this has been going on, or the police, or the FBI, or any of these. No. It's all controlled. That's like when I hear people on the talk show calls, and like, or, like, uh, on Facebook or YouTube, whatever, say, oh, I said this and that, and then my perps hated it, and they went crazy, and they did this and that to me the next day. They did this and that to you because their handlers instructed them to. It was probably pumped out by a computer, whatever. At the very least, they said, okay, we're going to do this and that to them to show them, like, because they're saying if you speak out, you speak your own mind. It's not like the news is going to cover. It's not going to change the world. It's not going to, like, affect all targets. They blitz people after they say, do things, certain things, because they're trying to reinforce the years of brainwashing they spend on you. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. Period. Again, these people have no place in our lives. I don't say this is a tough guy. A real... Man, a real tough guy, I don't have the word, but a real man is going to use force, like I said, as a last resort. A real man who can use force and shows de- decency, kindness, and gentleness, that's a man. A man that has to use, like, uh, and women can be vicious as hell. They're, they're monsters. They're worse than a man in some cases. But the point is, um, and like, I, I get it. I, I was like this, too. I thought, I mean, Jim Purpose, a guy I can, no. 
I, I don't I don't have to confirm by confirming me like dirty looks and they just I quit my gym by the way. Uh, I, I work out at home. I don't you know. I work out about four or five days a week. I'm gonna do it after this. I'm gonna go to one the interview. But I quit LA Fitness because nice as I am, I was gonna just uh, I I was worried about going off on one of these people and I put up a seven or eight years of heavy heavy gym burping. So. Um, another thing, too, people ask themselves, I'm not sure if they can read our minds. It's a simple matter of, like, understand what beads of frequency. And if there's a way to boost electromagnetic uh, frequency fields from our brains, yeah, it's, it's a matter of intercepting the signals. They're proven about brain-to-computer interface, brain-to-brain interface. You're talking about that in the mainstream, basically. Um, so understand, of course, your mind can be controlled, your moods can be controlled, controlled. And you want to look into something called emotional and physical energy leaks, how they set up a series of coincidences, um, these are paid and trained people and regular people, and they control your thoughts and actions. I said this before, that a lot of the people that like, are doing harassment, they're mass mind control too. Now, how they got implants or vaccines or chemtrails, I don't know. There's so much disinformation in the TI clinical community. That's what, and, and that's what... That's one of the reasons I instinctively like stop listening like most of the stuff. Um, I'm talking about like things outside of Target because it's controlling the way we think. I don't watch the TV news. I, I barely know what's going on in the world. I heard there was some New York subway attack. I didn't know until I listened to like some video somebody mentioned it. And of course it was like a hoax. It had to be. Why? Because there's cameras everywhere. Because there's these traitor coward uh, police everywhere in New York City. Because uh, everything's monitored. Who are you kidding? And they keep track of all like the electronic communications. It's 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 to control people. So the more you can break free of the system off the grid, so to speak, and I can't control it because I live in the city, the freer your mind's gonna be, the healthier you're gonna be, and of course you want to change your diet too, of course. But uh I, I've been I was in the psych system, let's see, I eventually like uh going back to like see, let me guess, uh, 1995, um, I, I started, like, I, I was an addict, but I was, like, uh, running low on my clonopin, my Ativan, and, like, uh, I just, because they gave me way, way, way too high of a dose. It was, like, a, eight milligrams of clonopin a day, which is incredible. It really dumbs you down, by the way. Two milligrams of Ativan, as needed. So, eventually, he kept them sending me in the emergency room this doctor, and, eventually, and he did this to other people, I'm sure. And so, eventually, I found another psychiatrist. Uh, when I, I, I see this guy every, like, three months. I'm on a low, low dose of clonopin now. I was off a cold turkey, by the way, for eight months, seven or eight months. I got back on it because it's just like a panic attack bite, but I mean, like, I, I'm going to get off it again. I will. But the point is, I'm supposed to be on an antidepressant, antipsychotic. I took myself off those years and years ago. Actually, antipsychotic decades ago. Ugh. But the point is, like, I take a very low dose. And, like, that's all. I, and I only take medications as a last resort otherwise. So if you're tired and you're on medication, check with your doctor first before trying to get off. But your medication is dumbing you down, and it's affecting if you're on a steroid or antibiotics, it's affecting your microbiome. I'm not sure the composition of, like, psych drugs, but a lot of them contain fluoride, I heard. Uh, they're just absolute poison. And, by the way, psychiatric reprisal is commonplace. Like, they're always trying to label targets as nuts and all that. I handed out flyers almost 1,500 in Buffalo a few months ago, over a period of three months. But nothing in the flyer said anything about mind control technology. More like it was DHS and neighborhoods and cops and Operation Sheriff and like uh, all all these things. But it was two pages that were like had links on there. But uh, unfortunately, like people like just like uh, 
and the society they're like uh, how do I put the condition like believe you speak about certain things you're just nuts. That's from the conditioning from T V, from authority figures, from school, religion and so on. It's about religion that abuses people on mind control like. So um we do have free will and free choice and the techniques and some other tries like otherwise like I say, because they sync these setups perfectly. And like I said earlier, we have to learn to live alongside it. I mean like if you're gonna fight some that First of all, you keep fighting this stuff. You keep expecting these people to change. You keep saying, like, myself, like, well, there's no injustice or wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. You keep trying to change things beyond your, like, scope or ability to change and hoping the system will change. This whole country, this whole system was, like, created to control people from the fiat currency to the GM foods to the chemtrails to the cell phone, cell phone powers, all this. The military machine, you never need a military. You never need a war. Common sense tells you that after all, most people want to live alongside each other at peace. It's the psychopaths in charge. And that's part of the big picture. Targets have to start. And these targeting questions are good, like, way of speaking of this point of reference. Targets have to see beyond these small-minded people they have to deal with, these nobodies. A lot of ex-cons, too, by the way, the perpetrators. You have to look at the bigger picture, the bigger picture meaning like, the state of the whole world, that we're just part of the bigger picture of human trafficking and abuse of people. That your perpetrators, like I said, they're taking their medications like they, they think they should, and their vaccines, and they're eating like garbage, shenanigans, and modified foods. They're exposed to all kinds of toxins that we are. Um, it's, it's a, the bigger picture is also that there's so much more life in this stuff, but they just try to keep you focusing on these people and the videos and the calls. And is this person a perp or that person's a perp? You know what? Uh, What's his name? Not Frederick Duncan. Why do I keep calling that? Um, Robert Duncan is 100% controlled, but I might read his books because I might take away some from him. I might not bother, though. The point is I might find something interesting, but the thing is, like, who cares who's a perp or not? I mean, like, the point is at least half of the quote-unquote community uh, targets is controlled one way or another. The people on the calls, the guests, a lot of them are controlled. Uh, a lot of them. Uh, I mean, like, the guests, like, guests, guests, like, interviews. And Alice Call, for example, um, she's the one that does interviews on almost every call, I think. Uh, almost every call moderator is controlled. Um, and a lot of, like, I guess on the calls, I mean, like, callers, I meant to say, like, Sumaya, definitely her, um, Cindy, Olga Lincoln, probably. I mean, these, these people, Ken Rhodes, I mentioned some before, David Scherter, of course, SRA, abuse survivor, Dwight Magnum. You know, I don't care who I'm insulting. That's not an insult. If you're some of the target individuals real ones trust and you're in a position to give them like knowledge that would help them get better like immediately within a day or two some of the knowledge some would take weeks months to really kick in fully you're a criminal on my and I'm not bragging I, I have no ego thank God but on my call my talk show call and my videos I give out information which I know helps I'm not a know-it-all I know a lot but I, I, I just want to help people it's just the right thing to do and you want to get to the point also where as a target will let go of hate. Because I hated these people for years. You know, I had bitter stuff and revenge. But then again, they can put stuff in your mind with technology. I'll give a perfect example. And by the way, uh, your perps can make you think they know everything about you. They know a lot about you. They shouldn't like mine. Definitely know I'm mind control because I have been set up for skits in which these people, they have Bluetooth earpieces, by the way, hidden little invisible things. That's why they know how they know when to turn their head and look and this and that. And, of course, they get their stuff from the cell phone. Those are the two main ways they do this stuff. I'm positive. And uh, 
you might want to Google uh, a Bluetooth hidden earpiece. There's like tons of things on there. You can buy them. These are government issued ones, of course. But um, it's just insane. What was I going to say? They want to the bigger picture, live alongside your truth, get to know yourself as well as possible. There's a girl, I'm trying to remember her name. Her name, she has like, I think, only three or four videos out there, really good ones. And she said something that stuck in my head that, like, um, this program, if you want to get better as a person, it forces you to change. So, like, uh, I was never I was never a pothead. I can't stand marijuana or nothing against it because it makes me feel out of control. And I just, uh, alcohol is never a heavy drinker. But the point is, you develop new habits, good habits, and changes the human being because, first of all, a lot of people think, oh, I might be a criminal or that, so you start maybe cleaning up your act. I was never a criminal. I've done some petty stuff stuff. By that, I mean, it's a comic book to the story. I worked at this guy underpaid me, but I'm not proud of it. But the point is, I've got most all the good habits I have now is cost of this. I've lost out of dating and, like, friendships, and I'm not crying about it. One drop, I'm making that clear. I've lost sleep. I've worried about nobody's. I've had physical things cost of this stuff. I'm not, let me make it clear again, I'm not crying about any of this at all. My point of this is, like, uh, you know, I, I have a clear picture. These people have no... I don't want to try to change. What the heck was I saying here? Um, give me a sec, please. It's, it's just that... Okay, yeah. You know, I've learned to improve myself. I, I've I, like, through trial and error, a lot of stuff the hard way. And then, especially because the Asperger's, you know, people with Asperger's tend to, like, do the, make the same mistakes... A lot of that could be attributable to short-term memory problems, too. But, I mean, like, I'm trying to learn from my mistakes more than ever. And uh, targets just have to move on and let go of the videos. And, like, I watch videos, of course, and listen to calls because I want to learn. And I mean learn. I didn't need, like, and you want to hear validation. You want to know, like, you're not the only person going through this. Well, I live in Buffalo, New York. There's hundreds of thousands of people here. And I don't believe it's just me and Mike Mason and Luda, who's outside of Buffalo, and this other guy kind of had me a few times. He's about an hour's drive from here, an hour and a half. Four people, really? Mike Mason's an ex-target. Oh, no. There's, there's like, at least a couple thousand people just like me. Because the perpetrators I've encountered are very, they're stupid as heck, but they're extraordinarily well-trained. I mean, really well-trained. And they get better over time. They get more confident over time doing this stuff. Um. So some of the smartest, wisest things you can do are, are, is to get into nature as much as possible, which helps your microbiome. Because I heard this one scientist say, uh, a doctor, uh, that a legitimate one, functional medicine, I believe, you know, restoring your microbiome, like getting into nature. We breathe in a lot of like, the things. When you're born, like I think up to 44, 42% of the uh, births in the United States every year are like C-sections. And if you're not swabbing the mother's secretions, you're not getting the stuff to form your immune system. So most every kid like born like a C-section has some kind of digestive issues and other auto autoimmune disorders and sometimes uh, Asperger's or autism just uh, full-blown autism. Uh, it's caused by a lot of things, by the way, uh, like all kinds of mental and physical problems caused by. I've never heard about that before, uh, Scott. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the C-section. Wow. Okay. I was shocked because I mean the hospital. The baby's born in the infant is neonate is born in a sterile environment. If it's by C-section, because you're supposed to keep the... But I heard, like, some doctors or whatever, delivery uh, obstetricians or whatever, 
swab, like uh, take them on the secretions and swab the nasal cavity, the ears, and whatever else uh, into the baby. So the baby's getting that immune system, which is, you know, I have two nephews that like were like a cesarean, and they have serious issues. One's Asperger's, and one has like, uh, and both have GI issues too. It's horrible. And I've been taking a supplement called Restore, which basically is like fossil dirt or something. It's more than that. But it's like almost inert, but it has trace minerals in there. I mean, really trace. And some other things, which the biochemistry is complex. I'm not a dummy, but it basically allows the cells in your body and the bacteria in your body to communicate better. It seals up tight junction gaps in your blood-brain barrier, your GI tract, and things just start working the way they were meant to because we're exposed to so many toxins like, like, I'm sure you're familiar with genetic. I know you are genetically modified foods. The, oh, yeah. the herbicide they use uh, Roundup, its main ingredient, glyphosate, is a mineral chelator. And what glyphosate does is it binds to the minerals in, like, uh, I, I forgot right, in your colon, part of your microbiome, your healthy gut bacteria. And it binds to those minerals that, like, feed these, like, uh, bacteria. And then you can have a die off and you can have a bacterial imbalance. And, of course, like when you have a die-off from antibiotics, and, and uh, glyphosate Roundup is also an antibiotic, and it's pretty much like in a lot of foods because it's water-soluble. It's just it's everywhere. And, like, uh, what happens is, like, when you're on antibiotics or steroids, um, not antibiotic, like regular ones, and you're, like, uh, you're eating foods with pesticides, herbicides, and all that stuff, it kills off a lot of the microbiome, and you got, like, you're not producing the serotonin your brain needs as much. So people have to start taking, like, like the supplement Restore, R-E-S-T-O-R-E. Uh, just if you guys don't type in this term Restore, uh, Zach Bush, Z-A-C-H-B-U-S-H, or just Restore Supplement. You go on Amazon, uh, and there's like literally like 15 or 20 reviews of this guy. I've been taking it for almost three weeks now, actually, and like uh, I could sleep better than ever. Uh, deep sleep, I'm not kidding. Wake up, with uh, my mind is clear. I recover better from workouts, a stronger immune system. Uh, better GI movements without being grotesque, gross. It's just, it's incredible. It's restore, and it's like, uh, it, it really does help. I mean, you give it a chance. It, it really does. You, you want to eat fairly clean, you know, I mean, but, I mean, it's like people, they've done studies where people have had, like, let's see, they've taken the restore, then they've taken the, uh, they put, like, or petri dish studies, human intestinal cells, whatever, but uh, they're studying the tight junction gaps. They put, like, this restore on there, and then they put glyphosate on there, a Roundup, and, and it's still held. So let's, for example, like when you eat gluten and you have gluten intolerance, I think at least 40 Americans, 40% or 42% of Americans supposed to be gluten intolerant. It pokes holes, not like bullets, <laughs> tiny microscopic things in your GI tract. And so undigested food particles, chemicals in your food, this has a point to tell They got in your bloodstream causing inflammation. And when it happens... It's like you have um, in your blood brain, your, there's a chemical called, I can't remember, zinc, whatever, because of the Z. But uh, it, it, like, it opens up, basically your blood brain, blood, blood brain barrier opens up and lets things in that it shouldn't let in. That's one of the main reasons you have a foggy head. Plus, you're not getting enough serotonin from your GI tract. That's 85, 90, 95% of it's coming from there. You're going to have depression, you're going to have anxiety. Another, I mean, it's, for example, like dopamine, like people are addicted to porn, not because of the sexuality themes, because they're getting a dopamine fix. When you're eating junk food, when you're craving junk food, you're craving certain things, that's, you're trying to calm your neurotransmitters down. I kid you not. So, like, uh, I mean, you say you want to eat a certain thing, 
That's dopamine imbalance or serotonin. Uh, when I, uh, this medication I'm on, low dose again, GABA, GABA, aminobutyric acid, it's basically one of the main breaks to the body neurotransmitters. It slows down like uh, you're thinking on that. Unfortunately, a side effect of this clonopin is getting dumb you down a little bit. Thankfully, my mind is pretty lucid thanks to the supplements I'm taking and on a low dose again. But, man, you, you just got to, like, I'm not saying you have to become obsessive compulsive for one other a better word, like I have been about helping myself, but you do you do want to start examining like your eating habits, the people you surround yourself with, are you getting out of the nature enough, uh, what you read, what you watch, what you listen to the movies, all these things influence you. I mean, another thing too is people's absolute hubris or arrogance and thinking, oh, I can have cell phones and this and that won't hurt me because I mean, we're animals. Look at the way people are. Look at, oh, watch an old movie even. <laughs> I mean, just older generations, how healthy people were. Now, it's not everyone, but it's getting really bad fast. And veganism, I love animals a lot, but if I thought eating, I mean, dearly just about, if I thought eating animal flesh would make me much healthier, I'd do it. I don't want to go back to that ever. I Thankfully, I don't have to. But I'm vegan because it works. And people have become vegan and have problems is a few basic reasons. When you become vegan and you've been eating meat your whole life, the thing is, your digestive enzymes, your hormones, first of all, you're not healthy from eating meat at all. Your body, but it's, it's used to eating meat, so you, you become vegan. Some people become vegan, and they make a quick transition. They feel tired and listless and crappy, junky, and, and they think it's because they need meat. No, it's because your body's used to meat. I didn't have a problem, by the way, with the transition. I felt better than ever. I, I just started getting to a point where I just couldn't eat meat anymore. It's gross. And cheese was nothing to give up. Cheese is basically just, uh, I won't say the word, it's nasty. But it's, 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 it's horrible. And the main cause of diabetes isn't sugar. It's, it's processed fat, animal fat, it's saturated fat. Or, and olive oil is not healthy. A little bit won't kill you. Or coconut oil a little bit. But, I, I mean, when you cover your cells, it has a point related to targeting. Everything is related to each other at different levels. Everything, everyone is interdependent in some way, I believe. But when you, when you have like a fatty meal, you don't feel tired. First of all, like Thanksgiving, people say, oh, I feel tired because of tryptophan and turkey. Milk has more tryptophan. A lot of things do. And turkey, you feel tired because you ate so much. And your body is packed with fat, fat which is coating the cells, which is not allowing the insulin to get the glucose, you know, the energy into your cells. So, yeah, that's the main cause, like insulin resistance, fat. Sugar does it too, but type 2 diabetes is a million percent reversible. Almost every, like, every inflammatory condi uh, condition is reversible. Disease, condition, period. End of story, through diet. Uh, and modern medicine is the third leading cause of death in the U.S. Um, and cancer is the top, I believe, and heart disease is the second. And the point is, all those, almost every case of this is avoidable. Almost all disease. And the reason why trauma care is so great is because, and it's not always that great, it can mess things up. We need trauma care because we have technology which does not make our lives better or easier. It makes it much harder, more difficult, and messes up our minds and bodies. How does it relate to target being a target individual? Because the more you become natural, the more you change your diet, become more vegan, the more you understand your mind, the more you separate from this. I don't like the term matrix so much because I, I, I get fitted with pop culture references, but the more you understand the things that are hurting you and get rid of as much as you can, toxic technology, toxic people. I'm not saying get rid of everything. I use, I use tech. I don't like to. 
But the more you get rid of that, the more natural things you add in, including support of people when and where you can, and natural foods, clean water, um, sunshine, fresh air. And just uh, and get a pet. I mean, I can go on for an hour listening to things to do. Well, please check out my videos. I'm not bragging. I just I want to know I'm doing a good job, and I just my videos are under my name Scott Snitzer S C O T T S N I T Z E R, and I make it clear it is a privilege to help people when where I can. I'm happy to. But Dave, none of us wanted this crap, this junk to happen in our life. I mean, like uh, all all other things being equal, I don't know how my life would be if this weren't going on. But I mean, like no, I. I Matt, you know, and I'm sure not be betraying the confidence here. Listen, Matt. Matt said it's a blessing that has happened, and I look. I took me a while for this. It took a while for this to sneak in for me. And let me make it clear: none of what these people do is acceptable. I don't forgive them. They're not worthy of my forgiveness. And I got that phrase from Renata Jones. Has a great channel. R A I J O Rajo, R A I J O. She's a TI out of New York City. Very, very smart woman. Very sharp. Very excellent advice. Very insightful. She has an herbal detox thing. She sees, but the point is, uh, this is like, this is, for one, if you're targeted, it wakes you up to the way the world is. It should. We lot of targets still think that they can go through authority of the system because they're a bit delusional and brainwashed, not to be mean at all. But this is, may I call this a blessing? In some ways it is because it forces you to like reevaluate re- the way you're conditioned. It's a crappy, lousy way to wake, quote unquote, wake up. Yeah, you do lose a lot. I'm not minimizing any of this. I'm not going to move new age. I can't stand that junk. But, I mean, these are learning opportunities from God. That's why I look at it in a spiritual way. I, I do. I never thought I'd say something like this, ever. I never thought I'd say this. And I'm a very grounded, logical person. But you can't be like right brain about everything. Is it right brain for that? Rational, right brain, yeah. Nice mnemonic. So, my point is, like, uh, if you're hateful, you know, get rid of the hate because it's burning out your body, your endocrine system, your adrenals, and your adrenals and thyroid, everything, of course, is related, but your adrenals go up, your thyroid goes down, weight gain, your immune system gets weakened, and they are they designed this program to make you, your mind, and your body work against itself as much as possible to weaken you, to break you down. So you got to understand these things. These are the kind of things to report. Are they trying to make you act out against one of the perpetrators so you, like, kill one of them or, like, hurt one of them? Yeah. Are they trying to make you, like, uh, implode, self-destruct? Yeah. So understand what's going on and how to, like, treat Like, once I understood, and there are ways to treat almost all the stuff. Like, for example, you guys, once I understood that I have Asperger's, I know I know I have a darn good foundation of it now. I've done a lot of reading. I'm not a know-it-all by far. I reverse engineered a lot of tactics. So this is why they're doing this and that now. Plus, I read some good articles on brainwashing. I said, oh, they, they have to like make it look like these people have power over me. If I do this or that, this and that's going to happen. Of course, they augmented or increase it with technology, which inserts some kind of like subliminals in our, my own inner voice and people sometimes when I see them. But I only have voices in my head twice, whispers. One said my name, one said it's going to kill me. I was about a year and a half apart. And it was very quiet, like a ghost. If there's, I guess there are ghosts, but I'm saying probably are. Um, let's see. I cover like, so, oh, yeah, this is important. Uh, four, a little over four years ago, November 6th it was, I think, my mom died. She, was, she should have lived another five years or my clerk doctor. Well, so, anyways, like, uh, she's in this hospital, Buffalo General, downtown. I got to tell this story. It's interesting. Um uh, I'm driving down, and, of course, I didn't know where to go because I was a dummy. No, I was a dummy. I, and, of course, Buffalo Police, 
was driving along the side and matching speeds. I got down, I had police on the right and left side. No, I don't give a monkey's bum about police. They're, they're worthless. No, no, they're less than worthless. I know they're people, too, but they're part of the, way, the reason the military, too, the intel agencies, why things have gotten so bad, because they've, they've sold out all along. So anyways, now I get to the hospital, and thankfully, like, uh, I had to sign off. My mother got, like, this stroke juice, I guess they call it, and, like, uh, it helped solve the blood clot, and the next day, she was getting better. So the program didn't start nuts right away. Yeah, I had a security guard in the room where my mom was, and there was a bunch of doctors. It was crazy in there. In other words, I had, uh, but so, let's see. It started to pick up, and the security guard, this big 500-pound piece of garbage with that bad crew cut, and, like, the black Nazi, you know, just, they're all expendable, too. Do some reading. I don't hate the police. I'm just pointing out they're all expendable. Do some reading up on the uh, statistics of suicide rates and sickness. I'm not wishing this on them, but I'm saying no one, they're not valued. So the military's not valued. But anyways, getting back to this, the hospital, they started doing heavy stuff. Cars waiting outside and taking off or idling and tinted windows, people staring at me, and they were hitting me with the technology. So while my mom was in the hospital, I handled it extraordinarily well. I had four relatives who could have helped, and they stood down. Were they approached by law enforcement or whatever? I don't know. But these people are garbage. One's dead now, my Aunt Gloria. Uh, they could have helped. I didn't need help. It would have been nice, but I handled it. I mean, one of my mom's friends, she was like in her 20s. She met her in the hospital a couple of years before, when she had her first major stroke. But my mom had a stroke, and like uh, she's in this hospital about five weeks. I was there every day, of course, and my mother. I mean, I, I, people make it a big deal, and they're every day. Why, why not? And But I was, they went nuts on me. I heard another target say this, too, um, that, like, uh, when her mother died, this British lady interviewed by Ramona D., who I think is in control. But anyways, like, it matters. But uh, they went nuts, like, uh, on this one. It's about, yeah, I'm in a very vulnerable position, vulnerable permit. So the police, neighbors, in the stores, at my gym, they went in overdrive with the targeting. Overdrive. And, like, um, so she goes to a group home, not group home, a nursing home for re- rehab, and, uh, you know, for a few days. I figured she's supposed to be there for weeks, actually, and after a few days. And, like, uh, a couple of doors, I got a neighbor, Debbie Prentice, who's head of the nurses down there, and her and her husband were divorced now. This lady's a drunk. She's an antidepressant. Garbage. Trash. But she she gives me this look. My mind just been amazed. You know, nice guy with that blank eating grin these people have, that goofy, uh, duping delight. An adult woman in her like thirties, forties, uh, doing this stuff, just disgraceful, disgusting creature, ugly thing. So my mom was there for a few days, and then she got called. She had some kind of bleeding. She had back to the hospital, and uh, you know, like I had to send off on her, like because there was nothing to do. Like the mesenteric arteries, her, her GI tract were like shot block and the surgery my probably killed her and like it was a lost cause. So my brothers from Miami and California, LA came in and my niece from like uh, Austin, Texas came into town, Buffalo. And so all the stuff they were doing stopped the hospital. They did put me where and when they could with no witnesses and I don't hide behind anyone or anything. But when my brothers visited here last Buffalo, Buffalo last summer, about seven, eight months or whatever, um they stop. They can do whatever they want. Like I keep saying, I'm not a tough guy, but I, I can take care of myself in most cases. And if I have to, you know, they're welcome across the line. Pull down, let them put on that. They've taken so much from me. I'm not saying this in a defensive way. I'm making it clear. 
That's why I don't care what they do anymore. They're humiliating, degrading themselves for home improvements, for money, for cars, for houses. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm grateful. I'm proud that I don't have a price. I shouldn't have to be. <laughs> but in this world, a lot of people have a price. That's why you have genetically modified foods. That's why you have so much evil and ugliness because too many people just, you know, they, they, they don't have any self-respect, and they don't. And you can't, just to make it clear, you can't harass people the way these uh, Coco people do, these perps do, and like yourself. You can't have both. It's impossible. You, you can't. You can't You can't have self-love and self-respect and harass people. It's, it just doesn't work that way. So, I guess uh, it just does not work that way. So, I don't know what else to add to it. Um, any questions you have, Dave, or anyone in your audience, like, please, shoot, feel free. I could talk for about another, like, uh, 40 minutes. Go ahead. Okay. So. Well, guess what? I got so many questions, we're going to do another show. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't have All much right. time. And uh, we'd be talking for five hours. <clears throat> if I started doing any commentary, <laughs> you're the okay. only guy that ever comes on this show that I allow to just, uh, I'll just go off on a rant like that. That's what they call my rant. I mean, I talk, I talk like that myself. But we can't both I'm do grateful. that. <laughs> like only one of us can no. do it, so. Gotcha. Um, All right. Thanks, yeah. thanks very much for letting me uh, speak my say. Say my speak, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, before you get off the air, we'll, uh, or I could do it in private, but we'll try to set up a second show. And um, we'll dialogue back That's and forth. That's fine. Of course. They, they, they got a TI in the uh, chat room, and he, he can come on here um, in a bit. Um, maybe if you're still around when you go to your workout or whenever. I mean, uh, you don't have to like talk the, too long because we'll, we definitely will do a, a second show, okay? Oh, gladly. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. you kidding? So, uh, um, my mother uh, suffered from dementia. I mean, that, that's actually common uh, today uh, because of this um, highly toxic environment that we live in. You know, it's been weaponized. And... Uh, so I, I was a full-time living caregiver with her last couple of years anyway. It got worse and worse. Wow. Um, I was going to ask you, um, what's what's the weather like Beautiful. there? I I just saw um, a video on YouTube about the Buffalo Bills game, and it was absolutely wretched. Uh, they couldn't even see the goalposts. And they're showing the video. You couldn't see the goalposts. You know, I, I guess they, yeah, they finished the game, but it was just um, – you know, it was one of those snowballs, sure. you know. What's the weather like? I'm, la- there? I'm laughing because you're the second person and the third person to mention, like, the, I'm not a fan, of course, because I hate sports. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, the point is my oldest brother, oh, I have to get back to him. He asked me that yesterday about the weather. It's in the south towns. It's like, a, I guess, an hour and a half drive from me where the stadium is. That got hit way worse. I'm in North Buffalo. We're supposed to get some snow, actually, like, I haven't even checked the forecast. I hope not too much. Got to do some things now, but. Uh, right now, it's like last time when I got in the house, it's like 27, and like, uh, oh, it, it, it's beginning to really drop fast. I'm, and I'm going to be going to Florida. I'm not bragging about it. I mean, I love my brother dearly, my sister-in-law, and I'll be seeing my niece, my great nephew. But the point is, like, I'm fine by myself. I just got used to it. But I'll be going to Florida. Like, I'll be happy to do a show. Like, I'll be able to like arrange time and date there too. Even like, uh, but I'll be there, gone for three weeks. But uh, to make it clear, I'm not running away from these people. I never, I, I don't get targets that think they can move away. Actually, if you can move in the middle of the woods somewhere, yeah, maybe. But I just, I don't. Right. 
it's crazy. Yeah. But I, uh, that's wonderful what you did for your mother. That's beautiful. Like my father, I should have, my father had dementia, but my, uh, I, after my, I helped out with my father. I don't mean like try and correct it. Actually, my father like had it like a couple of years. He died in VA. My brothers were there for that too. Of course, they, they toned stuff down then. But um, I moved. I was still in the house, and my mom like uh, after her first stroke, or she had a blood clot, I mean, a right uh, calf. And like uh, you know, I you know I helped her out more and more. I was happy to. My parents were always there for me. They were wonderful people. So it was wonderful to repay them. But I, I'm sure you have questions. I'm I'm running out about like personal anecdotes or anecdotes. Go ahead. Um, I'm really excited because, um, you know, we're in room two here and, uh, it appeared in the live section that has not occurred. Uh, uh, it's been a long time, maybe a year and a half. My, 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 you know, my first room, I used there's no problem. It always appears in the live section. It's supposed to, you know what I mean? And then it got shut down somehow. And there's, there's a big difference between being able to appear and not being able to appear because unless you already follow the show, you know, friend it. You don't even know that this show is going on. Your show is. Yes, we got people. Sh- we we got people down. in other. Uh, oh, so we have. Hey, Matt, open the thing center. Uh, we have people in other chat room listening. Or, well, at least they can see that we have a show, so we have the ability to meet new people. Oh, and, okay. Uh, okay. I, and we haven't had that in yeah. a long time. Uh, oh, I, I, I did that. Sorry. If that continues, ahead, I get more more motivated to get on here on talk to you like in the middle of the week and uh, meet a few people, you know. This, this yeah. sounds great. Oh, pardon me. I, I, I got to answer this. I just scrolled down. It wasn't scrolling down automatically for some reason while you were chatting. There's someone in guest seven. I, 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 I just saw your thing. Okay, I am a TI and wanted to get info on how to stop the high heart rate. 120 arrest? Wow. Um, okay, yeah. first of all, if you're on any kind of caffeine, Get off it, even if it means you're going to get headaches. Uh, if you're on medications, please, please check the side effects. I was on metropolol for this crap, atrial fibrillation, which I know is 100% induced by these animals. Why? Because the cardiologists found nothing, nothing in the test afterwards, nothing. It was, they say the government's using technology, no. But there's no, no standard tests on any cause. So uh, check your medications. Take a lot of magnesium. You might, it sounds like, I'm trying to get this straight, it's, I think it sounds like a possible thyroid thing, but I'm not like a doctor, of course. Um, I don't trust doctors, but you know what? I mean, if you go to the hospital, obviously you're not going to, like, hopefully not say, like, they're using energy weapons on you or something like that. But I, I would get tested for this. Can you hear me? very serious. Yeah. Can yes. you hear me? All right, I'm muted. This is the first time I'm on this show. Thanks for having it. But um, I guess my question is, I think they are using, actually, um, some sort of electronic technology at this point. And it's it's gotten to the point where, um, you know, on a daily basis, there's helicopters that are right by my house, um, planes. You know, it sounds insane, just as I'm saying it. But, you know, the concerning part is is how, how are they making my resting heart rate, literally like when I'm lying down or something like that, mm-hmm. boost to 120. And I'm on Metropole Law as well, or low presser. Um, which is supposed to lower it. And I guess, what do you do when you can't control that? That's, that's when okay. it becomes more. Um, best answer I can give, first of all, when I was on, uh, I forgot what pressures is generic name. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I, anyways, when I was on this stuff, first of all, this poison gave me anxiety, and it actually did cause my heart to, like, uh, flutter fast. 
I didn't have to get on it. I mean, I, I know a million percent it was induced by this tech. But anyways, the metrobol actually made my heart beat faster. Maybe I'm too high of a dose. It caused severe depression, feelings of unreality, panic attacks. It did. Are you having anything like that, panic attacks or depression? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm actually, you know, faring well. I've been, um, I think about it for a year and a half already. Um, and I think the hardest part is, is that you do lose a lot of friends, you know, like you said. And, you know, the information that we do read and, and we watch YouTube, I've stopped watching YouTube because I don't know what's reliable anymore because a lot of it they mix with stuff that's just, you know, um, would sound insane to anyone else. And it, instead of looking at what can we do like you're doing, what can we do to make ourselves better, or what can we do to um, make this situation easier to, to um, endure and um, survive, um, people focus on all the horrible things, and it, it starts to generate a little bit of paranoia for me, and it puts me in a negative place. So I stopped watching the YouTube, but you know, if you can post some of the... Um, the things that you did mention, I, I couldn't jot them down. Um, but no, thanks. I, you know, it's good to be able to have someone to relate to. And I never would have, in a million years, you know, some of the things that you're talking about, I would have thought you were absolutely insane. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm sure everyone else that, that has any experience in this would have possibly thought the same thing or... Um, uh, but it's real, and, and uh, you know a lot of these things are real. And um, I guess my thing is that I guess the low presser. I'm going to continue to take it. I noticed you you mentioned, and you're very big on um, health and, and things like that. And you know we all should be big on health. But I'm curious as do you think why is that so much more now? Why is it so much more important now, or? For you, yeah. Why? Why has it become like centerfold for you? Oh, 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 oh! Thanks. Oh, great question. First, I want to finish the like the metropolis thing. Um, please check with your doctor or cardiologist, and or, I, I don't know if you have both. I'm, I'm assuming no, you must have a cardiologist. I do. I'm just assuming it. But you may be on the wrong medication. I don't like medications at all. Uh, you may have to have your doses adjusted. Are you getting an electrocardiogram on a regular basis? No, I mean, look, they did. They I, for five days, I wore um, apparatuses and things like that. Oh, Let's no, face the it. monitor. Yeah. But th- that can be hacked. If my phone is hacked, you know, is it's, it's oh, difficult oh, to operate. Oh, like. yeah. Oh, wireless. So it, yeah. it presents to him something different than I'm experiencing because I have like um, my own little tools that I've used. So. Okay, um, first of all, like I was going to say, like, something that really does help, like, kind of might help your heart, rapid heartbeat is magnesium uh, powder. Um, oh, I have this stuff, natural calm. Let me take a look real quick. I'm not saying it'll help, like, guarantee, but I mean, like, do you have health insurance? Do you think it would cover natural medicine or natural path? No, yeah, actually, you have health insurance, yeah. Like, one time my heart rate was 100, 168. I called the ambulance, and they came, picked me up. And the, the ER doctor, he basically, this was another theme is like that I'm trying to pick up on. You've been going through this for 25, 26 years. Um, but the theme that I'm picking up on is, could it have anything to do with Social Security? No. Well, you, you get no. benefits, and they want you off it? 
not, a- not that they want you off of it, but almost like, uh, you know, it's too big for me to even try to understand, I guess. Part by social security, what do you mean? In what respect could this have something to do with it? I just noticed the theme that a lot of people that were on a disability or something like that did. Oh, yeah. Oh, pardon me. I, you know what? There's one thing I've heard. That's why I was going to ask you. Like, like I've heard a lot of targets say, like, uh, and it's this info that like uh, the, the the reason people are put this program is because they're getting benefits, so they don't receive any more money, and it's a drain on the system. It's garbage. And people like uh. There's no shortage of money. They can make as much digitally, and they can print as much as they want. Money's not an issue at all. They, they, the way they pay these criminals off to do this stuff. By the way, the supplement I take, um, I just take a little magnesium every now and then, natural calm. It's a powder thing. You pour hot water in there or even cold. Just drink it up, and it's like uh, that. that I, I mean, do you have caffeine in your diet at all? No, I cut off, I, I cut off all ca- anything, the salt. Like as much as possible, anything with caffeine. I got meat out of my diet. Um, I, I've lowered my medicines as much as possible as I could. Um, so I'm I'm like kind of living like where you're at. Maybe not to the extent where the supplements, but at least with um, in relationship. Like I don't I don't want anything to do with anything that's not natural or healthy or or positive or, or anything like that. Yeah, it's just this one. I'm guessing I could be wrong. What you're getting is definitely technology. Like, I mean, like that's you, 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 like the way they can do it. I, from what I know, is that your sinus knows a little part that controls like the rhythm of it, and like all they got to do is hit that with microwaves, or and or I mean, they're just hitting like a part of your brain that controls like your you know the sinus nose. That's a, it's a tough call because the nervous system is an open book to these people. It's just it just is, and like. Just put some stuff right. on here. But to answer your question real quick about the health thing, um, I don't know, I have this death chair thing like I used to. But I do, I, I, I got the health thing for when I take pride myself, you know. And, and the other thing is, like, is I, like, when I first, like, like was, like, learning about this stuff, like, starting, like, four years ago, I hear a lot of horror stories. And when you think, like, your your life is in danger, you know, I'm not going to lie, it doesn't make me coward. You want to do whatever it takes to try to survive. So I kind of went to the extremes <laughs> as far as, like, uh, learning about, like, uh, the supplements and the dietary changes and this and that. Because, you know, like, because they are trying to break us down. And even if this stuff weren't going on, most, not all, like, uh, but most of the things I do, you know, health-wise, just in this toxic world, should be doing anyways. And there's still things they got to work on and get back to even. Uh, I mean, like, I made the changes I had because it just I feel better. When, when, when you feel, and I learned like more and more in the last couple of years, when you do eat a better diet and you can think more clearly, and like you know, in other words, I understand like the mind-body connection, like the microbiome. I've really been learning about it like like crazy in the last six months or so, and led me to this guy, uh, Zach Bush, Scott, the creator of the store. David, your your audio is a little bit more murky than it used to be. Oh, you know what? I'm trying my sneakers and I'm fitting in. I apologize. Okay, I, I as I learn more about the microbiome, and the, you know the gut brain connection, um, and it's like they've probably known about it for like a century, that, but it's just becoming big in the news. It's just I realized that if, if by getting a healthier GI tract and being vegan helps a lot because when you're vegan, you're having all this good like fiber you're getting and it's feeding the bacteria in your intestines, and like uh, 
your large intestine mainly. Plus, like when you're drinking decent water without fluoride. So all these things, in other words, they keep trying to break us down physically and mentally. I, I, I do look at this as a murder. Uh, so I, I put it. I, I became more like I don't, I don't like the term health man. I became more health conscious. One because I'm so isolated, which is fine. I don't like it. I don't accept it. But I'm okay being by myself. I can handle it fine. But, Wait, why are um, you still isolated? Like you can't find uh, people that that will understand what you're going through. I guess. Well, actually, you made a great point earlier about like I couldn't. You know, there was a time to believe what I'm saying. I, my my brothers, I tried to explain my brothers, my two brothers, and my sister-in-law. One of my sister-in-laws about this. Um, I said, look, I get it. You don't believe it and until you live through this stuff. There's just no way you're gonna believe it. You know, I told one of my brothers, he has well, MK Ultra and all this stuff, and like, you no. Know, and like Target in Ireland gets me nuts. She's always going on about this nonsense. You got to wonder about her sometimes. MK Ultra, this and that. Going to tell But back to like the. I'm off on a tangent there. Excuse me. Um, what were we asking now, please? I can just say that the last question, I guess, I that I had, I don't want to monopolize, but. You know, throughout the years, you've seen um, a lot of things happen. How have you seen it change, or has it changed? The tactics? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's simple. As you change as a person, the targeting tactics have to change. I mean, they do a lot of the same stuff. They do. And with me and some other targets, like Matt's one of them, I'm not giving away confidence. When you start figuring out their stuff, basically what they're doing, the protocols they do, uh, they have to try to catch you off guard and jump out like Jason in the horror movie and go, boo, you know, out of nowhere to try to, like, you know, because they, they, they want to get a fear or anger reaction out of you. So I've, the texts have changed. Uh, they do a lot of stuff. I just don't notice it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like this tough guy, but, you know, there's literally a line in the sand. They, I said they're murderers. I heard this girl interviewed by uh, Paul Markle. Uh, Dr. Paul Marco, I don't know how legit he is. Her name is Renee Wall. She's real. And she said, like, when you steal away someone's pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness, you're murderers. And, like, the, oh, the isolation thing you asked. Okay. Um, but they are murderers in that sense. And and the the point is, um, part of the isolation is, like, every time I try to meet a girl, someone goes around talking garbage about me. I know it. You just can tell things after a while. Yeah. And as far as just like general friends, well, first of all, I have a perp cousin here, Jeffrey Miller. I, I, I can't even stand a set of his shrunken Beetlejuice head, but it's a bit of a dumb joke. But the point is, I can't relate to people like I used to. And because I'm, I have Asperger's, a lot of people with Asperger's are pretty much like loners. So I, I'm, I'm kind of fine by myself. I mean, like, Part of the isolation, though, is this. is like, I know there are people out there. I mean, I realize there are probably a lot of people out there I can relate to. I'm just not worried like a baby, but I just don't want to, like, waste time trying to meet people and some slobs of badges and maybe a possible uh, fake criminal folder going around saying he's this or that. And just, I, I don't need a grief. I mean, like, uh, Buffalo police are proud, proud, proud. I mean, I don't care how spiffy and clean their shoes are and, like, uh, uh, nice starch uniform and shiny the badge. Uh, a slob pervert trader is a slob pervert trader. So, so I'm isolated. I just, I don't mean it's not dramatic when I use the word. I, I don't like drama at all. I it's just, I, I mean, I like being by myself pretty much anyways. So it's not like, oh, woe is me. I have no self-taste. <laughs> I have zero victim mentality. Does this program bite? Yeah, of course it does. 
but no kidding. But I mean, I just I I, I found like found things to be grateful for, and like uh, you know, not blaming these people and the technology, and the governments, and the subcontractors for everything. You know, in my life is bad or seems to go bad, and I it, it's it's you know what it is. It's like simple as getting rid of things that work don't work and adopting things that do work and and say something like you tried a year ago it didn't work for you well you're a different person now it might work now like uh, it's just it's like living your life but being mindfully aware as possible it's like of you're keeping a, uh, an idea of the, your your the pulse of your mind so to speak in your body uh, another thing that helps is like I've been like in my journal what I keep a journal every day I'm gonna do it later I just rem- remember my mental behavioral baselines, physical even, like in other words, uh, high self-esteem, confidence is healthy. I don't care what people think. I don't think about these people. Do you people. tell There's people? No do you even tell people anymore? I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you tell people like it's that fine. you meet? Oh, I mention it now and then, but I don't try to do it to change like this and that. Like I hand out my flyers because it's my way of part of my language flipping the bird to these people, but. My videos really hit home. Please check out my videos. I'm not trying to pet myself. It's under my name, Scott Snitzer, on YouTube, S-N-I-T-Z-E-R. And, like, uh, it's good stuff, too. I'm not bragging. But I, I'm just saying, uh, I, I talk about it here and there, but more like discuss or, like, or prompt you something like possibly. Like, I was talking to Matt on the phone a few nights ago, and, like, uh, and like I'm in Target, no pun intended. <laughs> and, yeah, I've been targeted in Target, like, Cowards. So security guards like give me the like you know he's like standing couple one guy passes by they have these guys wearing the hat and they try to like let toss him to the loser and then you have a guy with security shirt on he's just disgusting creature and I go up to him like I I said something like uh, uh, a lot of people shoplifting this time of year or something like that I go and I said like I got a lot of stuff from security guards or the Amherst police in that area I was in tell you like I'm a criminal but I said the pedophile drug dealing Amherst police which a lot of them are. Um, and, and, like, I just, you know, I don't care. Matt heard me. It's funny. And, and like, and cussing, I'm thinking, like, I don't care anymore. But I'm thinking, you know, it's, come on, give me a break. It's, it's disgusting. I don't, I, it's insulting. But, I mean, this guy, he's doing his job. He's doing as he's told. I get that. But the word of the time, I was on the defensive. But the, the point is, like, uh, the point of all it is just, like, accepting, like, you know, people are going to do certain stuff. You can't change it. But targets have to get the, the psychological part of this is manic technology. It's fired back to the atrial fibrillation, I mean, the uh, rapid heartbeat, whatever you want to call it, um, or tachycardia, is it? It's just like, well, I, I, I don't want to get... It's from anxiety. Like you said, a lot of the things that are, some of the things that are taking place, the medical doctors don't know what, what it is. So I have four lesions that I developed in, in a three-month span period. And um, with these horrible headaches that with no particular onset, um, I've never experienced a headache like this. I can just say that it's an odd headache. Um, and they, some medical people don't really understand, and some do. So, in my opinion, yeah, I don't know if that's what sure. Pardon me, are the lesions in your brain? They are in my brain, but they can't tell me much about the lesions. They say science hasn't caught up to where, to what the lesions are affecting. That's what I'm told. So, I really don't know what to make of it. I'm also having like weird oh. things where I have a lot of helicopters that follow me. And, uh, yeah, you, I was saying, thanks for reminding that too. You mean like literally follow like when you're driving or walking? Yeah, th- well, uh, either that or there always seems to be a helicopter or plane wherever I'm at. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, either I, one. I had flyovers. 
uh, I'm sorry. I had flyovers like uh, uh, six summers ago, and I just thought, oh, cool. And like, you know, I, I know people get like like out of a movie, like the helicopters right over the building. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all, you know what I mean, to be really honest with you. But Good I was just you. curious if anyone else experienced that level of... of uh, look, look, look. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, some people get like, I mean, this blew my mind when I first learned about fire trucks. Fire trucks with all this going oh, on yeah, in the world. Right. Like, yep. Well, I mean, they get fire trucks, they get flyovers, they get <laughs> postal trucks, they get UPS, they get... Everything, and some of these people are being mind controlled. But I mean, I, you know, the target being mind controlled, run to drive too. I think that, I think this grid, whatever you want to call it, is just that complex. I really do. Uh, could you please tell me what other medications you're on? Again, I'm not a doctor, but I, I know a little bit. Um, I'm on clonopin and, and gabapentin. Damn, darn it! Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, gabapentin, neurotin. I was on it. I had some bad side effects from that. Uh, Really confused, bad reflexes. Uh, the clonopin should be helping. I mean, like, I, I, I don't want to just, like, throw advice out there because I just, I don't know enough about, like, what you're saying. But, I mean, like, the doctors are just saying it's okay to have 120, like, uh, pulse. I mean, they're saying that. Oh, no, fine. I mean, they're they're treating me to the best of their ability. But, you know, there's only so much they can do if they don't see it. So the, the monitors that, that they're using is an Android. And Androids are super easy to hack. So meaning it's yeah. it's an Android phone, but um, it, it's it's not utilized as a phone. It's just utilized as as a, a transmission system to to the headquarters or whatever. I'll, I'll just say. And uh, I'll, so yeah. So basically, uh, what winds up happening is that they don't get the results of the the racing heart rate or anything like that. But when I went to his office, I was 120. And, you know, I did show him that it went up to 165 at night sometimes because I, I caught it by mistake. I was wearing, like, a, one of these heart monitors that, you know, function as a watch and all these other things. And and I, I just was checking it out, and I, was, I saw the spike at night because I went to see how I was sleeping at night. This is towards the beginning. And... um. You know, I couldn't understand how my heart rate could go up to 165 at night. And uh, I brought it to him, the printouts, all the printouts and everything like that. And he, he tested my heart rate, and it was 120 in the office. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, and he, he told me that you know, my heart monitor was, was pretty accurate. And he put me on low pressure right away and, and um, gave me a heart monitor to wear. But that was the old-fashioned one. Now he has the, the new-fashioned one, which is an Android phone that functions as... Uh, so it, it basically connects to through Bluetooth through um, to the things that are strapped to your chest. So he can only, you know, he can only um, go by what he's seeing on the computer. So if I'm telling him that, you know, uh, it's usually different, well, he's not seeing it, and I was monitored for five days, if that makes sense. Um, have you tried any kind of meditation stuff? Or? I mean, low pressure generally keeps it in check, for sure. No, um, no, 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 not meditation. Meditation. Meditating. Oh, no, I have. I've, I do prionic breathing, so pranasage or pran, you know, prionic breathing. I do yoga now. Um, I mean, my, my total regimen, like, this has been somewhat 
has put me on top of my game. I mean, I do see um, um, how this is, has made me a better person to some extent, but there are some downfalls to it as well. I'm not going to lie. You know, yeah. It, yeah. Um, I wish I could give you advice for, like, I mean, there's herbs you can help and all that, but there has to be something like that would, like, ultimately, like, just, like, this is all unnatural because you, I mean, you sound like you got your breathing under control, but your diet's clean. I mean, I just. And yes, seven. Hmm? Yes, seven. Oh, he, Dave said you, you get seven. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can, I can help you out a little bit later. Okay. Good. Oh, good. Okay, go ahead, Scott. Thanks. Um, no, I just don't know what to tell you on that. Like, uh, but yeah, I got to the health more because, like, I just, I mean, I feel better now doing it. I mean, like, uh, but I just like uh, the healthy eating and all that. And it just, I took pride in myself as a person. Like, none of these people, like, not, none of my folks have tried to improve themselves in any way. It's not that I care. It's not like I observe and study these people. We can't help us notice stuff. I can't stand the sound of voice. But I mean, like, uh, they're just, they settle for just, like, just like feeding off the state, so to speak, feeding off the government. Uh, but it was originally a survival response. I'm not going to lie. I've done some crazy stuff. I've taken ice baths. I take co- contrast showers, mainly cold, of course, but I warm up first when I do it. It's hormesis. It's a, it's a stressful adaptation. And you got these people with their biohacks and all these things. I don't go nuts on that stuff. It's crazy. Because I, I have enough humility to know I'm just an animal that can, like, uh, walk upright. That's all. But I just, uh, the point is, I do certain things for health because it's become a habit. And I feel better, mm-hmm. and I think better, like I said. It just, but there's a supplement restore that I'm definitely, like, uh, I'm promoting. Like, uh, I'm not making it, I'm not selling it. I, don't, I live month to month. But restore is just remarkable stuff. It's like, uh, if you guys want to, like, uh, like go to, like, uh, type in Google or YouTube, restore, supplement, um, just, like, Zach Bush. It basically it's like ancient dirty water. It has some called redox molecules in there that allow the bacteria in your body, your cells to communicate better, seals up like all your your like the tight dry gaps all over your body. And you just things work the way they're supposed to much better. Because we're exposed to toxins in so many ways. Maybe the restore help you. When I first took it, I actually had a rapid heartbeat for it and I took like a half milligram extra clonopin and I was freaking out. I actually got off the clonopin for seven or eight months. I mean, just, I, I can't stand being on any medications. I'm so sorry you have to go through this, man. There's, there's, there's a guy on Renata's called Regular Jerome. I don't listen to her no more. She's nothing to take away from any But uh, Jerome, they do a thing where they slow his heart down, actually. And they just make it, or they can speed it up to, actually. It's just, it's insanity. It's, it's most likely technology. It has to be. It is technology. There's no other reason. They can't find anything else in their tests and the enzyme stuff, whatever cardiac enzyme tests, whatever they're doing, the EKG, the other things, electrocardiogram. Uh, uh, I forgot what else they did. There's so many tests. Then it's technology. It's, just, it's horrible. This, this stuff is just like nightmarish. I wish oh, I could believe in the Christian Is health. your phone hacked, or do, do they try to disrupt your communications via the computer? Or... Oh, they don't okay. totally... Yeah. Hmm? They don't totally cut yeah. it off. Like, for me, they don't cut it off, but they... I think they want to give you some hope. You know, if if, if you stop something, it, it you know, it, um, it, it the frustration stops. So that, you know, if no. that makes any sense. 
Oh, no, yeah, no, no. They're trading your hopes up nonstop, yeah. But what they do is, it's like I said, reward and punishment, reward and punishment, but trying to catch you off guard. Like, they want to do with my computer. But, I mean, like, slow uploads, that kind of thing, get me frustrated. But, like, for example, when I'll be talking to somebody, a target, usually, and I'll, I'll, I'll hang up. I'll hang up. They'll hang up. We'll have cutoffs, like, up to five or six times during the call. Yeah, That's not yeah. like the network. So, but I'll, I'll give you great examples of, like, what they've done, like, in my face. Renata Murray, you know, she's a bit brainwashed, but her calls, you only like she's the only real target with a huge call. I talk to you. My call is mainly me talking. Uh, but anyways, uh, I once got a like uh, email from Renata because she's a talk a couple times. I hosted a couple of her shows. I I like did like uh, they caught like email back and forth a bit here and there. I got an email two weeks before like uh, like my niece got married in Buffalo here a couple of years ago. So anyway, a couple of weeks before, like uh, a week before, like everyone arrived in town, Renata wrote an email to me. Oh, it sounds like you have a very close family. Like your your brothers, like are like uh, your brothers this and that. You know, I like to talk about on my show sometime. I asked her later on. It wasn't from her. And uh, it, so two weeks later, my nephew didn't do outright probing, but he did gaslighting. And there was this thing where a car almost like slammed in the mine. And he said, Uncle Scott, don't like. Uh, you know, to catch up and see who's driving because he's protecting the other perp. And, like, uh, there's a thing like, uh, oh, yeah, we're on the way to about two years after my mom died, a thing in the memorial service. My nephew and his girlfriend were in the car. My nephew's in the front seat in the passenger side and, like, three town, 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 town of Tonawanda police cowards, professional cowards in their SUVs drive by. I flip them the bird because it's called free speech. And my nephew goes, Uncle Scott, don't you get to target you more. And he shut up like someone like stuck an ice school in his head. And he just like, wow, right away. Kind of like, what do you mean? I test him all day. He's avoiding the quest. So, yeah, my nephew's a perfect. He, he has no reason to do it. But I forgot the point of all that rambling on about that. But uh, heck was the point of that? Oh, oh yeah, so we're not on the call. It turned out that email was not from her. Then, like, I I, I like uh, I, I sent an email to this lady, like, uh, Kafka, what's the world YouTube channel? I think she's controlled. And, like, one email, she, it was definitely her than the other one. It was like, I'd like you to talk more about what you like, believe in on one of, your, uh, one of my videos or, or something. It's just garbage. Or she liked to talk about one of her videos. And then my gym, Best Fitness, I remember walking in the, uh, the couple times they pulled the script. The main gym perp, Josh, he's in there, he had his hoodie on, a guy's talking, walking in the, in the sauna, warm up before my workout, guys talking about conspiracy theory, these other perps. And I go, yeah, yeah, gang stock target individuals. This Josh guy walks out like he's ashamed, like, I'm, like he's going to get in trouble. And like, and they're like, you me. They're, they're like mocking me. Because like right. I talked about like uh, this one neighbor one time, he goes, you know, like a gang, like shooting stuff. It's like a gang stock. And I don't call that anymore. I just do for like the qualified. You know I'm saying so. I don't engage these people. I don't like to have them. It's not like I cut myself off from room, but I'm not trying to be cute or smart these people because they won't know monitoring, whatever you want to call it. They know what we're going to say and do when because your handlers tell them. I'm not saying every little thing. I'm not saying we don't have free will. They try to make it look like that because they, you know, they have these people timed in a certain places. They affect our emotions. This is a high-tech magic trick. It's, it's the best way I can describe it or Hollywood special effects too and all that. So, and the human mind is just so easy to fool. And anyone who thinks otherwise is deluding themselves. But anyways, I've gotten a lot of interesting stuff happening. I just, I don't care. And I, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, they, the, uh, the, uh, I'm trying to be nice saying this, but they have raped my mind. 
Because I know what intrusive thoughts are, and all of nowhere I'll start thinking, oh, this person is going to say or do that. They're going to stare at you. So let them stare. They're going to, who, who cares? But I have all these worst-case scenarios put on my head, and I know 90% that I've done my life on that it's not me. Just like I know, like, when I've gone to the hospital here and there, like the ER, like, you know, they, they haven't done a while, but they're welcome to. I'll, I'll get in the guy's face politely and articulately, civilly. You know, they had this big slob security guard all dressed in black just standing there and going in the men's room, staring out the window, mumbling a certain trigger word, whatever. And I figured, you loser. But the, the point is, I don't care. These people are slaves. You're not. I'm not. No, I, go, I agree <laughs> with you, but I think the issue is, is, is it's dehumanizing. And at some point, oh. I think you, we need to, if, if we're targeted or whatever, we need to find a way to, to rehumanize ourselves and, and be heard and felt. At least that's what I'm feeling for myself. I, I can no, deal I with the abuse. I can deal with the, the, the planes and the helicopters. It doesn't really bother me, you know, but it's... Um, it, it is dehumanizing, that's all. Oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> Very. Um, it, it, it's it's dehumanizing, but as I've, I've, I've increased my self-esteem, I just don't care about a lot of stuff anymore. Trust me, if I thought that the local and international media would cover this stuff, I'd be over in a second. I, I'd be happy to do interviews and all this, and i put my face on the camera in a second. In a second. But, I, I mean, like, I don't see it being publicized or it should be because everything's controlled. I'm not trying to dash your heads because it's possible. But I, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, just, you know, I'd love these people to get punished. I'm not helping on revenge. But if I could get, and I'm an easy guy and I'm hateful, but I, I have righteous anger. If I could get them really punished, oh, my God. And some of them, I wouldn't mind getting a good punch in there <laughs> to get away with it. But, no, 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 not really. I'm not. It's, 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 it is to humanize it, but and I'm all, I swear to God, I don't mean to speak new age garbage. I hate new age because it's been adulterated. There's a lot of old systems that work, things that work. But just for the point is, um, you're going to be uh, humiliated and victimized as much as you want. In other words, it's humiliating, it's wrong, but it's more humiliating if you care about what people think. And I've said this before, if these people... If this stuff weren't going on, I swear to God, I wouldn't want to, like, be friends with any of the hundreds of perps, probably over a thousand in the 28 years or so I've had this crap. I wouldn't want to talk to them. They're shallow. They're boring. I, I've gotten to the point where I, it's not that I walk around being a slob. I try to be a nice guy. I'm civil. I take decent care of myself. I, you know, treat myself with respect and all that. But I'm at the point where, for the most part, I just don't care what people think about me. It's not because I'm 55. I'm not ancient. I'm not that old. It's, I just don't care. So as you as you change the person, I swear to God, you won't like care about a lot of the stuff as much anymore. It sounds like you got your head screwed on very, very well. If you want to contact me, if you want to ask other questions, I can get my number. You can message me when I talk. I mean, I'll be happy to help. You know, if I can. I mean, like, you know. Instead of putting your it, number out there, I have my email address. I I don't know if I'm still online, but um, it's I, I can um. You can look me up on, uh, I can give you my email address. Right, uh, tr- trust me, I, I have my, uh, I've given out my phone number, uh, and, and I'll make it clear. Uh, I'm not being a jerk saying this. I'm not hard up for people. I'm happy to help people. I don't need, I, I don't need to be, like, around people. I need to talk. But if right. I could talk to people and help, and I'm not claiming to be a know-it-all, but my, my uh, no, I've given out my phone number, my email. I, I have no illusion of privacy. I have a zero. 
and I don't say this in an arrogant way or like, oh, you're tough guy. I have none of that. But I, I just, I, I know better. But uh, so if somebody calls, and I've had some people call talk garbage about satanic neighbors and like, well, they're stuffing their face, stupid stuff. I block them. I mean, like, I don't care anymore. I just, I, I learned the hard way. But uh, my number is, if you have a pen, yeah. and just message me first, please. Yeah, one? Yeah. Okay, 716-491-5724. That's 716-491-5724. Okay. And the name's Scott, of course. Uh, and, like, that's another thing with these shows. Like, um, they, they, I mean, Renata showed her credit. She's networked some people. But these other shows, they networked you with a lot of perks. Derek Pax, formerly FFCHS, what a criminal. These people are evil. I don't like calling people names. But just uh, evil is evil. Wrong is wrong. But, I mean, like, uh, yeah, this, uh, like I said, the way my stuff, look, I'll put it like this, too. I know they can do all kinds of crap to me. They give me two things of atrial fibrillation. Uh, they had a thing where, like, I was driving by this uh, Buffalo cop car one time, and, like, I had a shot go from my feet to my knees. That happened once. It was a mild shot. I had what's called shadow people where I was waking up. I think Duncan's talked about that criminal. And I was waking up and just through my eyes with like a, like stick figures dancing in the backdrop of a fire. That's like shadow people, I guess. And like I've had vivid dreams of like Hollywood productions, as Renata Jones said. I'm not, I'm not. Um, I, I've had like some really bizarre stuff. And like I don't like it. I've had intrusive thoughts and images of nobodies, of ex-convicts, of degenerates, of perverts, of all the worst garbage imaginable. I've had slobs, I'm trying to wash my mouth, get bragging rights and get paid home improvements, nobodies, alcoholics, trash, get off at my expense. I mean, I've, I've turned the other cheek to major things a couple dozen times, other things hundreds of times. I'm not bragging about this stuff. I mean, trust me, I, I understand unionization and, and, like, I just wanted to, like, speak about it. I'm at this point where these people are such filth beneath my feet, literally. They're, they're, they're right. brainwashed garbage. They're empty. They're soulless. They have no... They have... I, I mean, I, I've done some things I'm not proud of, but I've never been... I'm trying to watch my language. I've never been a sellout. I, I don't... I, I don't. There's certain things I just don't have a price for. I, I mean, like, there's some benefits of having Asperger's, and I'm not... You know, I'm just saying... Now, one of them, some of the black and white thinking, which I'm getting out of, by the way, but some of the black and white thing, I mean, there's just certain things and just certain lines you just don't cross. Certain things you're just like, you know, you know, it's like nothing against organized religion at all. I think it's beautiful. I, I just, thankfully, I was born in the Judaic tradition, Judaism, but I didn't need the scriptures to know that certain things are just common sense, being decent people. And I've done some wrong stuff, but nothing maliciously sadistic. I mean, when you're a kid, you do wrong, sadistic things. But I'm thankfully not like that. I, I get the impression you're not. I can tell Dave's not. I just, I mean, like, uh, but, I mean, like, the thing is, you can only focus, like, so many targets, I go overboard with all the narcissists, narcissists, psychopaths, sociopaths, borderline personality, and so on. Oh, yeah. And I read an article called Spiritless Humans on Montauk, uh, and it actually explained, like, more esoteric stuff, because it's just beyond mental illness. These people were broken before they did this stuff. You know, unless every perpetrator had, like, some kind of horrible abuse when they were growing up, there's no reason for them to be like this. And it's not just patriotism. It's a worship of authority. It's brainwashed by their definitely born this or something. And that's, I don't even care anymore because it's not about them. It's about me. I'm important. They're not. And it's not like uh, ego worship. I'm, I'm capable of that. 
I couldn't have an ego if I wanted to. It's just, it just thankfully. But I'm sorry, I, I, I ramble on. I'm a good stuff user, but I just thought if you have any more questions, please shoot. Dave, I appreciate you, you um you putting it out there. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And feel free to message me. Like like I said, you know, like you know, I I'm not like this doctor and all that, but I mean, like I have to like because I just have my own routine I do and all that, and like I just so I can make sure I can put time aside to talk to someone. But um, it's like uh, let me see what else is in this chat room here. Uh, Dave, do you have anything else to ask, please? You said you had other questions. Please shoot. No, you can. Uh, we can do that on, on another show. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So, you know, well, thank you for having this show. I'm glad I came. I just I don't know how I came up on it, but I did. And um, some of this resonates, you know. Obviously, some of it's not going to. And uh, so I appreciate it for you. No, you're going to get hit with a wall of information if you stay around any longer. Because I've been a full-time researcher for 26 years. This is all I do with research. Oh, wow. Okay. There's nobody else out there like that. Great. So I got a lot of information. So you can go ahead and go if you want, Scott. Okay, great, Dave. Uh, again, Dave, I appreciate you having me on the call. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, please check out again my YouTube. Hmm? We'll do another one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, my YouTube channel, again, is under my name, Scott Snitzer, S-N-I-T-Z-E-R. My talk show call, The Archives, um, it's 138... Oh, my, shot the heck. Uh, 138-602, I think. It's uh, Snitzer's TI self-help uh, phone. 138 I Let me just get into this real fast, please. Uh, my talk show... I can't believe I forgot my number is hilarious. Well, and I'll get off in a second because I just, yeah, I have to work out now. But, um, actually, Matt's in the chat room. He would know, but, uh, computers are a little slow here. Yeah, I'm having a lot of Wi-Fi problems. Wow, yeah, our friends in the government. You know what the heck with it? Just check out my YouTube channel. That's, that's, that's good enough, I guess. I'm uploading a video as we speak, but... Okay, uh, Dave, guest seven, everyone else listen, and, uh, you know, thank you very much. You know, I, I appreciate it. Um, I hope you got some out of it and you can use. And we're have a wonderful night and a good week and take good care. Okay, Thanks. Scott, we'll catch okay. you later. Thanks, Scott. Hey. Hey, hey, you take care, man. Bye. Hey, hey, Scott, you're going to call me after this? Oh, man. Oh, man. Huh. I wasn't sure who it was. Oh, uh, yeah. If you want, I'll call you back right now. I could talk a little bit while I'm working out. Hey. Hey, Dave. Hi. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good. I'm I'm doing better too. So everything. Are you going to be able to talk tonight or what? Uh, I was. I I can only. I was going to only talk to Scott for like ten minutes. Good thing. All right. I've been doing. I've been doing work in the background. I've been in the background listening, but I've been doing, I got work and stuff, so I'm limited. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, um, I'll, I'll, I could be free uh, Thursday. Okay, we'll see. Um, we'll see. All right, because I have some questions and stuff. And Oh, good. I, I love questions. We need some questions. <laughs> All right, I got a lot of them in my mind. Oh, good. Um, yeah, okay, that motivates me. Yeah, yeah, there's a good chance we'll do something on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you know, the, some of the questions I sent on the text, via text, 
and then some other things. So Okay. All right, man. You have a good okay. night. Yeah. And whoever that guest seven was, man, be blessed. Hang in there. Uh, yeah. Again, it's a blessing, man. So always, always work for good, be in the light. Uh, y'all take care. Okay. Hey, Bye. guest seven? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm guest seven, but I'm Paul Gregg, PA. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you what your first name is or just kind of some kind of name. Yeah, it's All Paul. Right. All right. Um, I, I also am a targeted individual, but uh, my targeting is it's pretty much a lot different than anything I've ever heard of. But this show is is targeted. <laughs> you mean? I, I talk about it usually at the beginning of the show, what's been going on, uh, at least lately, um, the last several months. It's one crazy thing after another. And... Uh, um, the people that get around me on the show or show any kind of interest in it, they become targeted. But it's not the kind of things that you guys go through. It's more subtle. Okay? It, it doesn't really affect people's health. They don't really uh, get attacked uh, by uh, frequency weapons, although it does happen. Um, but we do get attacked by, now I don't, I don't know what your belief system is. I mean, some people don't believe in magic. I mean, magic, you got to qualify your terms there because it could be part of magic, you know. So, um, but we live in a secular society today where a lot of people don't believe in that kind of thing anymore. They don't believe in ghosts or... <laughs> like, you know, I actually like was listening to you in the beginning. I think I, you were saying the satan, satanic stuff or something like that. Uh-huh. So yeah. do you have any uh, religious affiliations or anything? No, I'm I'm basically uh, born and raised Catholic, and right now okay. I'm kind of going to a Christian church. Uh, would you classify yourself as a born again Christian? Uh, yeah, I would. Oh, so you've actually had kind of that experience, huh? I haven't had that. I I classify myself that I didn't do any um, sort of. Um, any rites of passages or anything, but I, you know, I go to a church that, that you know, of the Christian faith. Uh-huh. So you, do you currently attend a church? I do, yeah. Okay. I, I re, I'm asking that for a reason. And um, actually, the main reason is, is that um, what's unusual about, this is actually a group here. Uh, it's, it's actually a community. The community is in the background. People don't realize how many people were involved with this kind of thing. It doesn't have a um, a real large. Well, it doesn't really have an, an internet presence a, apart from the show. Okay. Right. And uh, so, um, but we practice some things that are 100% biblical that Christians feel uncomfortable with, and we think the reason they feel uncomfortable with them is because of. of I use the term all the time, Illuminati programming, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because we believe that Christians are targets. They're, 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 as far as targeting goes, they're, they're qualitatively more important. I mean, it's, it's not hard to figure out. Um, you know, it, it, we're talking about the devil here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, but unlike people in local churches, we believe that uh, the Illuminati is subordinate to the devil. So he gives them orders. And that's why all this crazy stuff happens, and it's been going on for centuries. 
and it's directed at Christians in the Christian church. There's all kinds of stuff going on, you know, like forgery, infiltration. It goes on and on and on, starting false uh, denominations. And the Christians just uh, march right on as if absolutely nothing's happened. They, they're completely, as a general rule, they're clueless about this kind of stuff. So it's like child's play. Okay? So, I mean, there's all kinds of propaganda, uh, even theological propaganda that's directed to Christians. And most of them know little or nothing about this. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. So there's things in Scripture uh, that can help people. Um, and uh, they've been programmed to reject them. So one of these things is what's called bibliomancy, where you actually open a book trying to deliberately get an answer from God. I mean, most Christians have experienced this kind of thing. You know, the Bible will just fall open, and your eyes will fall on a passage. Uh, maybe it's not happened to you. But in the Bible, it actually advocates doing things. Like, I call it external revelation. I like casting lots. In the book of Acts, you'll actually see... Uh, the apostles casting lots in order to determine uh, who would be the first deacons. And so so the reason I bring this up is because Christians feel uncomfortable with it, because they've been programmed. If they're Protestant Christians, and it's a little bit different in the Eastern Church and Roman Catholicism, but they're programmed to reject this because they have been programmed to be overly bibliocentric and to, you know, just stick with the Word of God and it all comes down to what well, the term ex, extra biblical revelation. If you actually go to Google on the first page of Google, uh, everything is negative. You, you have Christians, they have nothing good to say about it. So I'm trying to say they've been psyoped. Okay? So anyway, the reason I bring all this up is because um, we are actually in, in contact uh, with an angel who has been very helpful. And again, see, the Protestant mind, I, I, you may not have like the classic Protestant mind, but the classic Protestant, Christian Protestant mind is going to be highly suspicious or just reject this right away. But we can ask him questions, okay? And we have ways of getting revelation. Now, the reason I bring this up is because it's possible that we can uh, determine the cause of your um, accelerated heartbeat. Because we've done this kind of thing over and over again. And it's incredibly accurate. And I've never been able to prove any of it wrong. And the reason, so here's the thing. Where in the Bible does it say that you can't interact with angels? And I'm talking about deliberately instituting the, the uh, interaction. It, 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 there's no warnings about this. You know? I hold to the view that they've tried to shut it down. Look at my phone here. Is everything still functioning? Yeah, it looks like it. <clears throat> I got all kinds of Wi-Fi problems. You still there, Paul? Paul? All right. I can't see the chat rooms. I hope you guys can still hear me. Always some kind of problem, isn't it? Uh, he got kicked out of there. Isn't that something? Uh-huh. Unbelievable. <clears throat> so now I'm here by myself. And, uh, yeah. What had happened to him, Chuck? Can you call in? Let's see if you can keep this going for just a second. Maybe he'll come back. Can you call in? Or, or not? Just say yes or no. 
Here, here I'm trying to help the guy. You see that? Okay. He's, he's going to call in. Unbelievable. Why should I say that? Because <laughs> week after week after week after week, it's the same old story. Um, typically right now, when people call me on my phone, they get dropped at least once every time. And Paul was talking about earlier how you know, they don't shut your phone down. Uh, we've experienced that where they, they will um, uh, they'll shut the battery down. You know what I mean, why don't they do that over and over? By the way, they they only like do it one time. It's obvious that they did it, and um, but they play with you. You see, if they turn your phone off or blow it up, then there's nothing to play with anymore. So that was interesting. <clears throat> That's just psychological games, is what they like. They treat people like lab rats. Hi, Otto. Uh, call in if you can, because uh, the guy I was talking to just got bounced out of here. I think they knocked knocked him out. Chuck's going to try to call in here. I even have problems unmuting people, and uh, I have problems accessing the chat room. Like on my phone, I can't even see anybody. The chat room won't load properly. Um, sometimes Otto can talk. Oh, you there, Otto? Are you there, Otto? Yeah, I'm here. Are you working? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I remember your schedule now. I was yeah. Thinking, yeah. We, we, we got to do a show. I mean, how many... This is ridiculous. Uh, what I'd like you to do is um, do a little bit preparation, and we'll yeah. look on the Mandela effect. You know, I can just do some commentary and just go through notes together. It doesn't have to be, you know, we just need a little bit of the playoff, and we'll do a show sometime, okay? Yeah, I've got... Um, I mean, I said that got, to you, I think, over a year ago, and a year went by, so... I know. Yeah, I've, I've got... I've actually got... Um, I've got I've got notes on that. I've got notes on that. Just all I got to do is just uh. Oh, good. To, yeah, just just go to a scripture and just have you just commentate on it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Are you there, Chuck? All right, I'm gonna head yeah. back over to the machines where it's really loud. All right, Dave. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and mute yourself. I guess. All right. See you, Otto. Hey, Chuck. Yeah, man. I like that stuff on Merkabuzz. That's good stuff. Oh yeah, you caught that one. Huh? I was, uh, I was, uh, I'm not an expert on it. I was just uh, passing a little bit of knowledge along. You know what I mean? I just learned that stuff, so it's kind of interesting, though. Well, yeah, no, a lot I, I we, like it. There's a lot out there we don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Oh man, hey, I'm, 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 const- I'm constantly on information overload. I, I, you think that we talk about weird stuff? You should hear the weird stuff that I hear. You know, things like that. It's like, man. It's a good thing I have Dave to run to to talk to about it. You know what I mean? Oh, so. Yeah. No, it's good you guys have each other to bounce off of. Definitely. Uh, you got it, man. All right. Well, well I'm gonna head back okay. over to these noisy machines. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I. Uh, but yeah, I'll be here listening. It helps me get through my night. Well, we won't cool. be talking. Uh, I doubt if Chuck and I will be talking, but uh, it, it's possible, but probably not. Um, unless guest seven comes back, Paul. 
Yeah, it's just the three of us right now. My chat room is working right uh-huh. now. But were you were you watching the chat room at all when I started talking to him and he disappeared? Uh, guest seven. Yeah, I uh, I thought I thought you were talking to guest seven actually. No, I was but it was actually uh, Greg Paul or Paul Greg uh, P. I think you know. So I don't know what uh, happened to him. I just realized that we may have had two Pauls in there because this other guy called Paul Greg Pa. Yeah, P. A. He disappeared too. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, names will show up twice. You're probably aware of that, right? Uh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, sometimes it shows the location. Like it will say Southeast Pennsylvania and then also show the name. Mm, okay. So, oh, yeah, he may was... have been in there twice. Okay. He was a pretty, anyway, uh, he, he was a well-spoken gentleman. Yeah, I was going to be talking to him for probably at least uh, two hours. I had all kinds of questions uh, to ask him, and we were going to have a good show there, and I, it could have ended up in room one. Mm-hmm. And his audio was way better than Scott's. Um, that's the main reason why I put this in room two, or even before we did anything, because um, his audio did not sound good when I talked to him this week. Oh. And, um, it's just on the line now, so I got, I got a couple of questions about the... Uh these targeted people. Um, I've never really um, interacted personally with targeted people, okay? I've Mm -hmm. heard about it, uh, mainly from the show a lot. You know, I hear a lot of stories. Um, And uh, I wonder if sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, if that, you know, the the YouTube syndrome, you know what I mean? If uh, sometimes they they have some problems. They could be spiritual. They could be demonic. They could be a couple of, you know, um, they could be just be personal. Okay. Um, and they kind of, you know, they get in these groups, these targeted groups, and they get in their heads and they um, kind of get like, it turns into a cult perhaps sometimes, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden that kind of turns into a crutch in their life. I'm not saying yeah. that happens. I'm not saying that it happens. I'm sure it does happen to some people. It does happen. It's human behavior. You know? Um, I mean, I'm just saying some of the people we interact with, they, uh, um, you know, some things I've been into, I get into, if I look back in the past, you know what I mean? I'm, I'll be gung-ho about some stuff, and then, you know, a year, six months, two, three years later, saying, what the hell was wrong with me? You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. We've all done that, you know what I mean? Um, and then uh, I think also, too, you see a doctor and they put you on these psychotropic drugs you were talking about, and it just enhances it, magnifies it, and uh, spiral down, you know? So. It's actually, everything is designed to do that. Right mm-hmm. that line. That's what people, very few people can believe them. Very few people. Everything I, you know, has been tweaked. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and if I work backwards on this, okay, let me take that premises and work backwards. <laughs> they don't have the knowledge to realize that we live in the imperfect world and we're constantly being attacked, as I call them, the ankle biters or the imps. And that's always going to happen in this realm or the stage of this era that we are in right now. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe these girls or these gentlemen or whatever, they have this utopian thing in their mind, maybe back in the child when, you know, it was kind of utopian happy land, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. And they get older and things aren't as happy as that. And they think they have problems. And they think the problems are theirs personally. And they don't realize that 
we live in an imperfect realm right now, imperfect world, and uh, polluted, and we're constantly being attacked. So they never get over the fact that they're going to be attacked. Um, as I say, we, we you kind of get used to it after a while. It's a, You and I kind of smirk even. We've, we've been attacked so much, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, it still bothers us and everything, but it's uh, uh, once you have knowledge about that, it's easier to counteract it or endure it or I guess you endure it because uh, I think that's it because you know it's just temporary. You know what I mean? And uh, with knowledge of prayer or knowledge of it, it is going to be just temporary. And you actually turn that into a learning experience. And I don't think the average person out there has that kind of knowledge in their head. So they run off to a cult or they run off to the drugs or they run off to the doctor. You know what I mean? And uh, they're not they're not going to the father. You know what I mean? They're going mm-hmm. to the universal universal knowledge they're going they're looking they're looking in this world for the answers where this world has no answers okay mm-hmm. that's the problem in the first place so anyway just a thought you know what i mean so well, what i was going to talk to this guy about is uh is protection because you're not hearing this from people talking to individuals because um we rely uh totally on spiritual protection Absolutely. And, and this is very real. I mean, uh, people have no idea. I'm talking about from everything. Uh, all the technology we rely on protection, and it works. Mm-hmm. This is what people need to hear. Mm-hmm. The targeted uh, community needs to hear that there is protection out there. People. That's why I wouldn't try to convince somebody of this if they weren't, you know, religious. Mm-hmm. Right. But they right, right. they would not be able to prove it wrong. Uh, the only thing they can say is that you're a madman or a liar. Uh, you're not going to mm-hmm. be able to prove it wrong at all. So. Uh, and I've well, seen it over and over. You know, you, sometimes we can just have it normally, but other times we have to ask for it. Yeah. Know? And well, it will shut down the technology. And, well, it's also hard to talk about the uh, the spiritual. Uh, the, uh, you know, they all want to pill and they want to be cured instantly. Uh, this world, right? Everybody does. Yeah. They want to, uh-huh. want to take a pill and be cured. And uh, even the spiritual type protection, um, I think the Father allows, you know, like I say, allows you to go through it for a learning purpose. Sometimes yeah. it's sometimes sometimes it's cleared up immediately. Sometimes it takes a while uh, with the spiritual power to be cleaned up too. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say I don't want to get way out there and say like a bigger demon it takes you know more uh, more energy to no I don't want to say that that may be true but I, I don't want to rely on that. You know what I mean? Uh, the father wants to if the father wants to not have him knock it off he'll knock it off instantly. You know what I mean? But I think he lets you go through it sometimes. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I see we got to the point, I mean, I'm to the point now, and you've seen this a lot more than I have, where, um, like, like, like Dustin just got attacked, and, you know, and I felt it was my kind of my duty just to call him up, just kind of, you know, walk him through it and let him know that he's not alone, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, and that's the way it works, and, you know, and uh, that means you're doing something right. If you're getting attacked, you're doing something right. You're a threat. You're learning. And they don't like that, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they say Dustin was, oh, no, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not turned off or anything like that at all. But still, it's kind of, it's nice for somebody to come back with, you know, um, somebody has been has been through it before to write, to tell their story. You know what I mean? You just, uh, you you understand it a little bit more then, okay? And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, um, just an observation, too. We've talked about some individuals out there. Um, there's a lot of individuals that bring these type of attacks on themselves. And they kind of get into a mode where it's almost like codependency, but it's codependency with getting attacked. It's really strange. It's a strange concept. Have you ever heard that one before? 
Yeah. They kind of uh they kind of set themselves up for attack and they have a built in reaction to it and they kind of keep on reverting back to that action and the attack. So I've seen that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if that's lack of knowledge or what or if that's just uh human their human nature, their nature, you know what I mean? Hmm. Anyway, I don't like, that, I don't, I don't like getting attacked, Dave. I don't know about you, but I don't really care for it myself. Go ahead. Well, when, when you started talking, I started, I, for some reason, I've not really thought about this before, but I started to realize that you have amazing protection. I, I do, no doubt. I think it's um, because I, I was taught at an early age, okay, just my background. I started off before I was three years old figuring this stuff out, you know what I mean? Only because help. I was forced, I was forced into a situation where I needed help. I, you know, help was sent to me earlier, I think, in life than the average person out there. All right. Now I'm going to make this really clear. Um, as a general rule, everyone has protection uh, in relationship to their um, their spiritual state. Okay. Now, this is based on experience in dealing with people one on one. Uh-huh. As a general rule, the married people who live more conservative lives, they have more protection. I agree um, with that. Right on down the line. Uh, worst protection I ever saw was Java Ring. He 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 wasn't praying properly at all. Uh-huh. Okay. And the first question I asked him, I go, Are you praying? What's your prayer life like? Um after that you'd have somebody like Channing. You know, what is the problem? Why is you know and then we find out the same thing with him. Okay? But well, we find out this kind of thing over and over again. Okay? So, also, uh, it has to do with angels. All the angels mm-hmm. are in hierarchy. Uh, a lot of them are more powerful. Okay? I'm talking about, uh, isn't it true that in Christianity we have a concept of a guardian angel? Why is this so hard? Yeah. All these angels, they vary a lot in power. Okay. Um what is the reason why I have not heard one single time when you've been signed up by anybody locally? No. Where you live? Nothing. I've never, I just realized they don't do anything to you. No, I was thinking about this too. No, the, well, no, they, uh, it doesn't work. Because it doesn't work. All right? Well, they don't try. No, well, they're actually scared of, uh, scared of my angel, to be honest with you. There you okay. go. That's from the, now, see, people, aha, uh-huh, they roll their eyes. They see, well, you come up with your own explanation. Mm-hmm. You, know, the, you know what the mm-hmm. best explanation is? You're an agent. They don't have any explanation. Mm-hmm. It's all fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why. Oh, yeah, but you, they can't prove anything. No, um, I mean, the, the more you get into it and the more you learn, I mean, I can see, see nobody's on the line. I can see something. I actually, I mean, I'm to the point where, I can actually send out a, a band of angels to retaliate when I get attacked, and they know that, okay? Well, they, they, your they, angel does. You can't. My, you can no, my, no, my angel. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They know that. Okay, and but... Actually, um, and I, I just became aware of this the last couple of years. You know what I mean? This hasn't been a long... But I actually just thought it was the Lord doing it, but the Lord was doing it through angels. I just didn't know that. You know what I mean? I just thought it was uh, protection from the Lord. But no, it's, from, it's a band of angels. You know what I mean? That he... That he set around to me, I guess, you know. So we just talked about this on the last show, uh, as far as my protection more than any other time. I don't think I've talked about my protection uh as much uh-huh. as I did on the last show on Saturday night. 
And uh, there's absolutely no question. And uh, they're very careful in what they do yeah. with me well, for some reason. It's always on the subtle level if they're going to do anything. That's what I was, was last show with Dustin. That's why I'm at towards the end of the show. I, I just realized I said these guys are, man, they're blatantly sacrificing these little witches or whatever, these the little whatever that sent the, uh, the black magic at Dustin. Because they know, they know that we know, and that we know how they did it. And we know, we we don't know where uh, we have a pretty good idea where it initially came from, celestial wise. But they actually sacrificed these. Uh, they expose and they sacrifice these girls. You know what I mean? They did. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, as I say, I basically prayed, and um, a band of angels went out. Okay, I'll just tell you that. All right, I just you know something like you know when I realized that, I said, man, all right, let's just take care of this. You know what I mean? And there you go, you know. You well, another example, it, it, see, it's not just, um, see, the, the TI community, they need to understand that they're hurling black magic at people. They think everything's technology all the time. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're right. dealing with uh, celestial beings, and uh, I've we've talked about this. I've been dealing with celestial beings since 2010. Well, yeah. I, I put them in a podcast title, call them the Dark Angel. But um, yeah. that particular being, uh, he came after you. And you saw a visual when well, yeah. he started harassing you. He, he, you saw a visual. I mean, we've already mentioned this before. So, uh, act- your angel standing between the two and, and raising his sword. He actually, and it was like telling the, the back sword, off. The sword is vertical, and he actually like pounded it on the ground. And he said, "Knock it off," and said his name, and it stopped. It was just un. It was absolutely unbelievable. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it stopped instantly. Instantly. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was having a, I was having a panic attack. I never you know me I'm nice and mellow, and uh, all of a sudden my mind's going a mile you know just just running faster and every uh, uh, you know how you imagine things going wrong okay that's the kind of panic attack I was imagining like you know losing the money losing my house losing my business losing my family losing this losing that you know what I mean just a mile a minute that was going through my mind you know and uh, um, my angel stepped right in and said knock it off to the person that was attacking me, the, the entity that was attacking me. And this was a pretty high entity that was actually uh, pushing some buttons, if you know what I'm saying. So, um, Okay, so people think that you're boasting if you talk about protection because there's the e- e- equality psyop directed to Christians. Um, make everything and everybody equal as much as possible, and most Christians have fallen for this nonsense. When the ancient mind... They were the opposite, and they didn't have a problem with hierarchy and rank. And uh, mm-hmm. it's always been this way. You can look in third world countries. It's only in Western culture that people have fallen for this garbage. And the reason mm-hmm. is what they did, they stole hierarchy away from us, okay? So let's look at the diametric opposite of what we're talking about. We're talking about Channing. We talked about mm-hmm. him before, mm-hmm. Okay. If he's not going to do what he's supposed to do, then we're going to use him as an example. Uh, Scott mm-hmm. and him had a conversation this week, and I uh, introduced Channing to Scott, and uh, they were talking back and forth. And uh, I told him that uh, Channing is a targeted individual. He's got pretty much every single time that he goes to Starbucks, he gets targeted. This is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Imagine if that happened to you. Oh, man. Okay. No. Yeah. Um. You know, they did, they've done two things with me at a grocery store. One was outside a grocery store, and both both times it was humorous. You see that? Yeah. It's yeah. almost like they didn't want to 
let's forget about me. Like they didn't want to piss somebody else off. Why do they do that? Why is this is subtle and why? I mean, it was so subtle. The first one, I actually had to get revelation on it. But actually, I thought about it as the years went by and eventually determined, yeah. Because right before I got there, they had all these cop cars. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was before, and it, it was obvious that that was a target. And not only that, um, there was a, a voice that spoke to me and told me it was going to happen. And it happened right after that. And this red sports car pulled up out of a road that I was just walking down a road, it's not even the sidewalk. It pulled out of a, a side road right in front of me. So it was noticeable. And it's red, which is the most noticeable color in the daytime. And then as I approached it, it uh, pulled in front of me and then stopped on the right side of the road and then allowed me to walk past it. And it was this lady, and she looked at me. Then right after that, I walked by the uh, fire station, and there was all these cop cars there. Now, when I came back from the store, the cop cars took off in this weird pattern that made it clear that they were doing this for me. They wanted me to know, you know what I mean? Because I've never seen like anything like this before. But anyway, when I went to the store, there was this guy, um, really bizarre. He was talking to a black guy right by the cash register um, and, and cracking all these jokes. And, and the, the, the black guy was laughing and everything. I go, this is really weird. He, he acted, he sounded like he's Irish with this really strong accent. Because he was talking really loud, like he was putting on this little street show. But it's, you're not out in the street, buddy. You're inside a store, and everybody's looking at him. He's making a lot of noise. I've never seen anything like this ever. And the guy didn't appear to be drunk. So eventually that wrapped up, and then he, um, you would think that he went off to buy something. Oh, no, he didn't buy anything. He came up behind me and said something to me. I didn't know what it was. and just kept walking. He didn't whisper to me. He said something. He was directed to me. I would, by that time, I was going through the. I wasn't. I was. I was the guy that was being served in checkout line. So I didn't expect him. I would. I didn't pay attention to him. I just noticed that, that was bizarre. Then he walked right by me, and he didn't buy a darn thing. And uh, we had to get revelation on that to know for sure. But eventually, I assumed that that was um, that was some kind of a psyop. Okay. Well. Even there, see, it wasn't that clear. And then the I had another thing uh, that was several years ago. And I had a, a recent event, I think last year, where um, I can't even remember it now. But the guy, the guy just said one thing to me with a big smile on his face, and then walked away. And he had this T-shirt on that made it clear what was going on. I, I, I'd have to think about it. And I've already come up before, so anyway. But that's all they've ever done. And Connie would go to grocery store every single time. Uh, and this doesn't, it's not happening now as far as I know. Claims she just got abducted, you know. So anyway, that's a different subject. But, um, uh, but it was happening like every time. And, and Rachel too, you know. Me? Nothing, you know. So, um no, I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty well protected. Have been. I actually have the um, the opposite side of that. I'm kind of like uh, uh, Dustin tells his stories about meeting interesting people, and uh, through my my journeys through this life, I've uh, I've bumped into quite a lot of people that taught me or that needed me, or you know, vice versa, just some wonderful people. 
um, that's the opposite side, you know, targeted by you know, the good way, you know what I mean, by the Lord, not by the Illuminati or by the, uh, the dark angels, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. There's positive targeting, too. I'm sure that's happened to you, too, you know. Um, that's really interesting. I, I basically, they get, they attack me, you know, if I uh, retract back here a little bit, um, you were saying, you know, they can do it with black magic and they can do it with technology and they can do it, they set the Illuminati, um, the system, the Illuminati runs this system and they, they basically, they, they t- attack me with the system is what they do, okay? Oh, yes, they attack you with the system. Yeah, so I get attacked by the monetarily. system. Monetarily, monetarily. Yeah, monetarily, and uh, I usually end up, you know, being, I don't want to say unscathed, but it just, it, it's time-consuming, and it, uh, they know that it, they know that, uh, like I said, I was being attacked, uh, like a panic attack type thing where, uh, you know, you get a letter in the mail that uh, you're being, you know, you're being, your company's being shut down due to an infraction, blah, 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 blah. And even though it's completely erroneous, those things take sometimes months, years to fix and money to fix. And it just puts a kibosh on your growth of your financial life and business life, okay? So and, you have this uh, big threat against you. And it, it yeah. came to little or nothing. Was it little or, or was it nothing? No, it, it actually, after two and a half years, it turned around. They actually owed me money, okay? But it took, it took a... Yeah, it took, it took a toll it took, on you. Yeah, it took two and a half years of me... I mean, you know, they say it's like, you know, all of a sudden when your, your mind's at ease and stuff, and then something like that, that kicks in, you know what I mean? And uh, you start worrying about your future, your family... Uh, you know, just everything like that, where I know better, but just human nature, we do that, right? You know what I mean? And uh, uh-huh. that's when I said when the uh, big celestial being was attacking me, it was uh, everything. I was manufacturing my mind doom and gloom because of this, which I know better. I know how to snap out of it, but I couldn't snap out of it. It was so powerful, okay? Uh-huh. And uh, because it was a celestial being controlling it, okay? So I was under attack, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, my uh, my angel, guardian angel, stepped in and stopped it. It stopped instantly. As I say, it, I know better. Like, you know, through experience, you know better. But we still, with some manipulation or if you allow it, you know what I mean, let's just say you get tired or weak and you start thinking the wrong way. So this whole, this whole uh, you know, it, it talks in the Bible, Jesus talked about, Paul talked about, control your mind, Right. What you let in, what you think about is very important, right? And uh, uh, I don't want to use positive, you know, positive uh, thinking or anything like that. But, you know, you try to, if you think positive things, happy things, you're probably going to be a happy person. Happy things are going to happen. If you think negative things, and you know, it's, just, it's going to steal your, uh, it's going to steal your countenance from you, right? You know, that's just, that, that's, that's a pretty good rule. I, I agree with that one. You know what I mean? I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, positive things, things you can change your, you know, your uh, surroundings by thoughts. Well, um, you know, you can. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't think about negative things and don't think about retribution on people and don't think uh, how everybody's out to get you and don't have, uh, don't think about things like, uh, what do you call it? Do you want to get back at somebody? You know what I mean? Retro, uh, um, retribution to people, you know what I mean? So I try, to, I try to, I try to keep up with thoughts like that. If I start thinking about, oh, I'll get them back, I, I stop it immediately. I just don't go that far. It's a waste of time. You know, it's an absolute waste of time to do that because uh, the father's going to take care of it anyway. 
all right? And it's going to happen, all right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think it does nothing but it programs your mind to start thinking negative thoughts. And it's, it's actually stealing time away from you from from the Father, if you really think about it, you know? Because you're not with him or thinking about him when you're thinking about uh, retribution to somebody or, you know, spite, greed, you know, and things like that. So anyway, uh, back to the subject of Channing. The reason I brought him up is because he's like the diametric opposite. Um, I would say five to six months ago, I identified that the problem with his lack of protection was little or no prayer life. Okay? Mm -hmm. So Chuck and I tried to start helping him, and I told him uh, what to do. And uh, five, six months later, he's still not done it. We've gone back and forth, back and forth. What did Dave tell him to do? Well, I told him a number of things, but I told him to download this podcast. I think it's called Chemical Cult. I think so. And at the end of it, uh, towards the end, uh, I did a short overview of of, uh, the method of prayer. And I told him, you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Just listen to the latter part of it. And... uh, (laughs) He has been unable to accomplish this mission. He's had excuse after excuse after yeah. excuse. And this entire time, he's getting attacked more than anybody. Yeah. We're supposed to believe there's no correlation between the two. Yeah. There is correlation. Yeah, there was always right. an excuse. Uh, couldn't find it. And then we actually made him find it. And now my media player doesn't work. And you know, Absolutely. It just, it just uh, it was one after the other. You know. So, okay, so the last yeah. update was actually last week, and he said, he told me to send it to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I actually forgot, because it's been going so, so long. I mean, it just, uh, it's not even, I got mm-hmm. so many things in my mind, this is not one of the last biggest priorities anymore, because it's mm-hmm. going on and on and on and on. You, you forget about these things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So nothing's been accomplished. And um, it's absolutely amazing. So that's why he has no protection. Well, yeah, that's a uh, no significant prayer line. And well, I, I think uh, not throwing stones at Channing or anything, but I think Ch- Channing's one of the type of people that kind of brings a lot of it on himself. You know, he, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's a lifestyle that he's accepted and he's built into his lifestyle. So it's just kind of a, it kind of uh, gives him reason to watch the YouTube videos and try to, Explain through YouTube videos what's happening to himself. To himself, and he, you well, know, the more he, the more he brings on, the more he gets associated with the YouTube videos and the, you know, the stuff like that out there. And uh, it's, it's, it's spiral, spiraling down. He's staying where he is. He's not growing out of it. You know, he's not so. growing. Uh, this is, as far as I'm concerned, this is his punishment because it took me a while to figure this out. Because mm-hmm. I, I talk to Channing a lot. He's a friend of mine. Okay, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally figured out, I just assumed that he was listening to this podcast, and I should not have assumed that. Not only does he not listen to this podcast, he doesn't listen to any podcast. He is the stereotypical, I'm trying to say you boober, but I just said it, didn't I? All right? Yeah. Uh, They learn from YouTube University. They don't read books, and they don't listen to podcasts. All they do um, is stare at YouTube. Uh, even though I've tried to explain to people, you don't see anything academic on there, scholarly. 
There's minor exceptions. I know that. But, um, who are these people, by the way? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, look at, I mean, the first thing you can do, by the way, is put the word intellectual on there. That's a big wake-up call. I've already done it. And there's a guy on there, I'm an intellectual. And this is, I'm not kidding you, this is one of the most programmed uh, persons I've ever seen. If you put intellectual, you'll probably go right to his YouTube site. Yeah, he's internalized yeah. all this information, and uh, it's about 95% propaganda from the system. He, he has no clue about that. Mm-hmm. He's just memorized propaganda. That's all he's done. He, he, he's, well, he, but he would be considered to be an intellectual, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, uh, if they listen to other podcasts and stuff, you know, I'll, I'll, I, I kick around and listen to all kinds of stuff. But what I noticed, I noticed this years ago, um, let's see, like I used to listen to the Daniel Ott show, you know what I mean? It's, it's a good show. You know, it's, it's, it's entertaining, put it that way, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. Or let's even say coast to coast, okay? And uh, um, they're a little more polished on coast to coast. They, they generally have supposedly newer original ideas, but they're still borrowed from somebody actually. Okay. Um, but if you take, if you get down to like uh, Daniel Ott show and, you know, further down and stuff, I'm listening to these experts they have on the guests they have on and everything they're talking about can be found on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I know. And so they claim they're, they're they claim they're researchers and what are they doing? They're scouring YouTube to get their ideas then they're putting a format together and going on talk shows and calling themselves experts. All right. right. And, and that's really, most people don't know that they think that they're, you know, thinkers and like you say, intellectuals and, uh, I found the truth and here it is, you know, no, they got, all, they got all this by going onto YouTube research. Yeah, I've YouTube, always maintained you know? that that's the only thing that Sherry Shriner's ever done. Uh, not, just on YouTube, but she's just gleaned things from the internet. Mm-hmm. You can tell that she's not a learned person. No. Uh, and, and doesn't read, um, she doesn't have book learning. You can tell yeah. by listening to her. Because I'm familiar, I'm a full-time researcher, so I'm familiar with all this, these ideas. Yeah. And then she puts a spin on them and claims it's revelation. Yeah. But all she did was just put a unique spin on it. That's all she ever did. Uh-huh. Yeah, she started off, you know, back with the, the UFO people, UFOs. You know what I mean? That was the beginning of her stuff back when she first started. And it was just all the spun stuff, uh, the UFO ex- the UFO experts out there, okay? And uh, to a spin on it, you know, she kind of brought the God thing into it a little bit in her way, the way that she did it anyway. And uh, I don't know. I don't know where she's – I think she spiraled down now. I think she ran out of ideas, you know? Well, the reason I bring her up is because she's always trying to claim that this is special knowledge or something. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff, and it's just borrowed. Yeah. Old yeah. information. Yeah. I, I, I got on the Internet in 1999. Well, I, I ran smack into her, and I have not changed do, my opinion one bit all these years. Why do these I, – I notice this especially in the, the women experts. I'll just call them experts in their minds, okay? Um, why do they eventually – this is really funny. I see a, a, a tendency here. They eventually start uh, saying that they that they were talking to Satan, and Satan told them this and that. And you know, Sherry Shriner wrote a book about her discussions with Satan. Okay, and these people came from supposedly a Christian background in the first place, Christian theology, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, is they're giving 
information and news they got from Satan. And I said, this just doesn't seem, this doesn't seem kosher. This isn't right. I mean, were they seduced or, or what? Or is that, is it a show? Is it a play? Or did they finally get so far out there? Maybe, you know, you know what it is. I just figured it out. They're not really, they, they're not getting revelation from, uh, from the father or from the, their angel. And perhaps mm-hmm. uh, Satan comes in and starts giving revelation and it's new to them. And they finally think they're getting revelation and they are talking about the discussions they're having with Satan. I guess. I'm just theorizing, Dave. You know? Well, we, we've actually got two people who have uh, been on this show in the past a number mm-hmm. of times, and now they claim to be in contact with Satan. I'm not right. sure if you know about the latest update. And these people, they're a complete wreck. Yeah, yeah. Why is this so hard to figure out? They've spiraled down, 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 like you don't even know these people anymore. Uh-huh. You might think there might be some kind of correlation there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. It's uh... And uh, one, uh, one person called me Satan. So, huh? Yeah, you're talking to Satan, and then you call me Satan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, I thought that, uh, I, I guess you're confused. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just, very you just you just refuted yourself. You see that? Well, I I just have the natural personality and tendency to start ignoring them. How's that sound? You know. It's well, just... let's go over this again. Okay, we have a person that's made the extraordinary claim for I don't know a year and a half that they're talking to Satan. Mm-hmm. And what what how? What's what's the uh, the fruit of this? The mm-hmm. fruit of that is now they claim that I'm Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's examine that. And th- is this hard? You think there might be some kind of correlation there? You get in contact with Satan, and Satan says, "Dave is Satan." <laughs> yeah. Right. And we'll yeah. see how much farther down they want to spiral. I don't have any contact with this person. Okay. So. Yeah. Completely delusional. I agree. It's uh, well, we. I don't know how many people out there are getting um, are opening up and getting revelation from the Father, and there are there angels or talking to angels. I just don't know. Well, we just want to say that um, we don't believe people are really hearing from the Father. Maybe a little bit here, a little there. Not, not, I, I haven't heard very much. Uh, yeah. When people hear something, it's actually their personal angel, and they, they just have never figured that out. When they start to hear from their angel, then they do figure it out. Well, that's what and, he, Until that's, you hear from your personal angel, you're going to assume that God is speaking to you. I, I did. You know, I agree. Uh, let's I agree. say like 10 years went by. I only heard three or four things. And, and my whole life was devoted to you know, spirituality and things like that. Are these other people but the hustle and bustle? And, you know, if you talk to them, they will actually admit, you know, I'm not hearing from God. Well, yeah, that's what we're saying. Now, we believe that um, this used to be more common yeah, I agree. in the first yeah. century and before. And um, we're under this period of probation, and it's just like the, the lack of angelic activity, you see? I mean, Christians will admit this because... Um, you know, even a lot of these angel stories, they're, they're not angels. It's fake. Uh, sometimes it's actually technology, by the way. Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. I've actually talked about on the show, there was a big um, 
psychological operation by the CIA or whoever. I think back in the 80s, maybe the 90s, they started pushing all this angel stuff. Really? Yeah. And, you know, book after book and all these you know conferences and everything. And it, 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 it's still there today. Yeah. It was it, it, mainly the New Age movement, but also uh, Roman Catholicism and uh, Christianity. Uh-huh. And uh, a lot of it was what we would call a channeling, you see. Uh-huh. Right. There's all kinds of Stanley different types of it. There's not. There's different yeah. categories. There's different things going on, but that was like this phenomena. This came out of nowhere, and then these people would come on coast to coast AM, interview them, you know, one after another, depending on how popular the book is, you know. It's kind of died down a little bit now. Yeah. Yeah. You see. Well, they kind so, of went into channeling or talking to the uh, Pleiadians and extraterrestrials and things like that. It kind of kind of went into that movement after that. Um, I, I remember some podcasts in the beginning a couple of years ago. Um, we were talking uh, about how different ages. Uh, let's go all the way back to Adam. Adam walked with the father. Okay, I mean he had communication, right? You know, and uh, um, you know through the ages, if you look at it, it's like a corporate judgment. After that, yeah, it was taken away, and you may have of all the people in this world one guy or a couple of guys that, that he communicated with, you know, a prophet or, you know, or Moses, you know, like, you know, guys like that, and they had to deliver that message, all right? And um, and uh, where we've talked and stuff, uh, it looks like we're, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a new ager at all, but it's like a new age is coming now where this, I believe, is going to be coming back again. I mean, you know... I wasn't always like that. I mean, it was always with me. I just wasn't aware with it. You know, you know it was more like a, a faith and things like that. But over the last couple of years, it's like I'm realizing and understanding, and it's getting more powerful, all right? And uh, I think there's going to be um, in this new, the new, uh, the new age, this new age that I call new era. I don't want to say new age, a new era coming up where God's going to put his king and uh, God's kingdom back in power again. And more people are going to be having spiritual awareness and communication again. I think that's all opening back up. I think I think it is opening back up. Um, but I think the idea, the counteract part of this is you can. Here we go back to the eclipse. See, okay, uh, you can. Uh, not all angels are good. Put it that way. So people are going to also be opened up to some of them to. They're darker angels. They're a darker angel. Okay, they're they're going to be more powerful too. So, uh, as the Bible says, this this battle is it's a spiritual battle. All right, which has been taken away from us. So, we're basically us humans. We're all rookies out there in this genre. I know I am. You know, I just try to open my mind up and listen and learn and pray and uh, and accept it and uh, try to believe other things they're showing me. So. But I think that's moving on right now. I think uh, just the people that are we're associating with in the show and stuff are meeting some pretty cool people that I think are are coming along. You know what I mean? Um, we have our talks and we uh, we talk on the phone and we ask them questions and stuff like that. We kind of kind of dwell in it, dwell in it a little bit, and people I think are uh, going to start hearing out there more and more and more are going to start hearing. So, but I think everything they do need a mentor and they do need a teacher, though, Dave. I I, this was happening to me, and I wasn't aware of it until I started getting in contact with you. And 
you started explaining some of the things or asking the, asking the correct questions to make me think. How's that sound? All right. And uh, um, they were unique questions that I had never pondered on before because it, uh, it is a new thing. It's a, there is, you can't read this in books or anything. Um, um, but it's, uh, you know, they say you've been around long enough. You, you kind of saw what I was going through. You kind of had a hunch and you went with it and it was true. That's, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, it opened me up to, uh, to be able to accept it or to be able to be able to grasp it and understand it and develop it. There you go. And develop it. That's the word. Okay. Um, so it's quite unique. It really is quite unique. Uh, um, like I said, they actually, my life was, uh, at an early age, I needed the father's protection and blessing at an early age. And, uh, so I think it just happened to be a lot earlier and, uh, I developed, you know, I wasn't really a Christian until I was, I wasn't sure of this. I mean, I knew it, but I wasn't, I didn't um, commit myself until I was 28 to 30 years old, right around 28 years old, okay? You know what I mean? Became a Christian. Um, I didn't, I don't accept it, I guess, or aware of it. Yeah, I guess that was with this, you know. But after that, when I, especially new Christians, when you, uh, when it really kicked in, when I was praying and uh, I, was saying, I was having conversations, I was praying and things were happening. I just thought this happened to every, every Christian out there, you know, you just, uh, accept the Lord Jesus Christ and do this and serious about it. And he changes your heart and opens your eyes up mind. You start seeing things and acting differently. Uh, boy, I was, I was having a blast. I was along for the ride. I was grooving with the Lord. You know what I mean? And, uh, everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> Christians thought I was nuts. You know, you're not supposed to talk to God, you know, Chuck, who, who do you think you are? Paul? You know what I mean? Let's keep your mouth shut. I was actually going to say earlier, uh, I, I may say it when we do a show again, but if you're a target individual, don't yeah. talk to your family about it. Do not talk to your family. Right. Uh, you, you, unless you really have like a trusted brother that you can talk to about anything, no. Yeah. No. no. Well, and, and it'll affect your relationship from that day forward. Well, I, I actually thought, oh, this is what all you Christians and what all these TV evangelists have been talking about. I understand now. And then, it, you know, it takes a couple of years to understand. They don't know what they're talking about. It's all uh, textbook, okay, you know, and because uh, you go to those guys and bring it up, they think you're weird. And it was, wait a minute, you're preaching this, you know. Well, you know, that doesn't really happen. It's just more of a philosophy, you know. Oh, no, 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 it does happen, you know. So uh, then you kind of go on your own and you kind of have a uh, a lower, you know, it's just, you're kind of one and one with you and the father. You're, you and you, you're your angel, I guess, or you and the father. You know what I mean? You kind of go through a loner stage for a while where you're out on your own. You know, so. But that's I think that's when a lot of the learning happens when you're out, when you're out on your own. To be honest with you. So. Yeah, it's been a cool trip, man. It's uh, what was that? Uh, what's that, Ben? What a long, strange trip it's been. A grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never got into them, but I was really into uh, Jefferson's uh, airplane, but but even more so. I know they're more commercial and everything, but I, I liked Jefferson Starship a lot more. They were like stage two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they actually yeah, went back to, um, well, the group changed, and they became uh, a weird form of the airplane, like, later on. They, they went back to, they changed the word 
the name to Starship for one thing. Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, air, airplane is an iconic classic, no doubt. You know. Yeah. Definitely some mind control going on there. Yeah. Anyway, you brought up you said the Dark Angels. Uh-huh. So I just something kind of uh, piqued my interest about that. I realized that. We've talked about this incredibly simplistic angelology that has mm-hmm. to do with the subject of angels, you know, theology, and mm-hmm. how it actually gets more simplistic every century. It's so incredibly dumbed down. So I just want to illustrate this. This is what the typical, I mean, actually, the great majority of Protestant Christians, you know, conservative Christians, this is what they believe. There was one angelic fall. And uh, God judged them a long time ago. And the bad angels went to, uh, they went somewhere, wherever that place is. They're different mm-hmm. views. And now they're mm-hmm. not around anymore. So there's no more bad angels. They're in, they're, they're in a prison, some kind of prison. Whether you believe in that's bond- a literal place or just they're whatever. In, in chains and bondage somewhere, right? Yeah, they're there. all gone. Mm-hmm. This is what they believe. Just wanted to illustrate that. Isn't that something? Yeah. So yeah. what you were actually talking about is a, you were talking about gray angels, but you said bad yeah. angels. But when you said that, you meant a gray angel. Yeah, exactly. A gray angel. That's what I meant, actually. Yeah. And now, gray angel can actually be an elect angel. They can brighten up later on. Yeah. 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 They yeah, go up. Yeah. They go up and down. Yep. Yep. Uh, Persephone, Azra, whatever you want to call her, she's a classic example of that. Anyway, something else that's really interesting. Um, I've mentioned before that when uh, Yahweh was interacting with Adam and then Adam fell, there was a judgment. And part of that judgment, it's not specifically noted there. But obviously, uh, they weren't meeting anymore. Right. It doesn't say that they were, right? So we assume that they weren't. We assume they they weren't. Yeah, go ahead. Well, guess what? We assumed. God hid himself. He hid himself, yes. Okay. And guess what? He's been hidden ever since. And Christians don't talk about this. Right. I pointed out before in the book of Isaiah, the prophet says, Truly, O, o Lord, you are a God who hides himself. Now, who do you think he's talking about hiding himself from? He's talking about hiding himself from the Israelites who are worshiping him. So what I want to say is something that I've never said before. That God is progressively hiding himself And the interaction with the spiritual realm has progressively been shut down right on down um, the centuries. Now, there's there's such a thing as revival, right? There's there's temporal upswings. For instance, there was a temporal upswing in the first century. You got Jesus there, you got John the Baptist, you got the apostles. There was a temporal upswing. But I'm going to tell you right now that it has been a progressive devolution of access and interaction with the spiritual realm. And recently, on the last show, we talked about these beings. We talked about the serpent race. Now, these are physical beings. They're not, um, I mean, they have the ability to shape shift. I mean, they're, they're much more dense and tangible. We're not talking about these um, celestial seraphim because there's dark ones and there's mm-hmm. know, non-dark mm-hmm. ones, okay, and mm-hmm. there's elect and non-elect. I'm not talking about those. We're talking about beings who used to live on the surface of the earth, and we believe that they went underground. Yep. Okay? Then we also talked about the the elfin realm, and we talked about these other races that are unknown to Christians. They also live (laughs) underground. Okay? 
Uh, so that has happened. But I'm not, I'm not actually talking about that. I'm just talking about, um, you know, the classic perception of the, um, of the spiritual realm. Um, it, you can see it if you have knowledge. Even Christians will acknowledge that, um, you know, there's less angelic activity, and they always say the same thing. Don't they say, well, we don't need that because we have the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing they ever say, we have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't need signs and wonders. They believe, they really, really believe that they are superior. Did you know that Christians believe that they're superior? Check this out. Not only do they believe that, you know, Christianity is a new religion. We, we know they believe that. I'm not going to talk about that now. I'm talking about it over and over again, right? And of course, people believe that, okay? But they believe that the religion we have now is superior to what they had in the, in the first century. Did, did you know they believe that? Wow. Yes. You're going, what? Yeah. Well, they had all these signs and wonders in the first century, right? Uh-huh. That sounds to me like they were superior. Uh, did Christians believe that they were superior? No. They believe that um, that you're superior if you don't have signs and wonders because we have the Holy Spirit. That, this is what they say. In other words, we don't need signs and wonders, and we don't need angels. We have the Holy Spirit. And you'll get people like Calvinists who are so incredibly bibliocentric. If it's not in you know the physical page, um, we don't pay attention to it. Sorry, we don't need angels. We don't need signs and wonders. We don't need anything except this written text, and that's what they focus on. That's their religion. I, I'm dead serious. And they believe that they're superior to everyone else. Does everyone understand here? This is a, and these guys actually they're they're at the top of the heap when it comes to um, you know academics and Christianity. I'll actually give them that. Mm-hmm. You see what what humans typically do is they they go with their strengths and they ignore their weaknesses. Everybody does this. This is why I've been talking about self examination lately. <laughs> You got to look at yourself and critique yourself. People don't do it. Check this out. Okay. Um, and you know, as you grow up in this world, you get confronted with all this propaganda. You you get your uh, you go to school, you get an indoctrination. Uh, when does society ever encourage you to ex- examine yourself? Did you know something? They never do. No, nothing. Look, look around at people. And I know people, classic example, they're always looking at other people and critiquing the slightest things. And they have a, a, a nasty disposition, too, by the way. They're cranky, mm-hmm. negative attitude. They mm-hmm. never look at themselves. And they have all these problems, and they apparently don't know anything about it. Or you've got these other people. I've talked about one of them recently. They will take little glimpses at themselves, and then they will, quote, unquote, tell on themselves and maybe even giggle. And they'll go back to being blind. Very strange phenomenon because they, at some level they know it's there and they'll actually profess it, uh, tell on themselves, tell on yourself, and then put it back and compartmentalize your mind, you know, wipe the dust off your feet and go on as if nothing happened. Those people are even more um, messed up. But you're telling on yourself and actually vocalizing it and then shutting it down right after that? Whoa, you got some major, major problems going on there. You know something? So, yeah, um, interaction with the spiritual realm has been 
progressively devolving since the fall of Adam. And this is the basic principle of devolution. Should we be surprised? Do Christians think that um, things have gotten better since the first century? Did you know that they believe that? Getting better and better. Here's a way to illustrate this, Chuck. Do Christians believe that things are deteriorating? You know what I mean? I'm talking about, now I'm not talking about the people who are thinking. The smart Christians, they don't believe that. Uh-huh. I got to look, look around. Can we talk about one thing, ethics? You see, but if you believe that, then you would say that the church is corrupt. It's got to be, at some point you've got to cross a, a red line, and on the other side of that red line you have corruption. But do Christians talk about Christianity being corrupt? Let's, let's be honest, okay? They don't do that, do they? Now, I'm, I'm talking about your group as well. I'm not talking about, well, my group is okay and you're corrupt. They like to do that, don't they? I'm talking about it's all corrupt. You know, the whole religion is corrupt. They don't do that. You see that? Even though it's staring them right in the face. So they will talk about um, people who are becoming corrupt, but the religion is the one true religion, and that's the best thing going out there, and they will defend it across the board. You know, they just, They're programmed to defend it. I think the Illuminati likes them to defend it because it creates this illusion, you know what I mean, <laughs> that it's A-OK. And just look at the other guys and look at how evil they are and how dark. And focus on society and compare yourself with society, the Israelites used to do the same thing. Remember? They used to compare themselves with the, you know, the pagans, and that's why they thought they were doing so well. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Okay. Hey, uh, GPN, do you want to say anything? He's in the chat room the last time. Oh. i got to unmute him again. you want to say anything, GPN? Hello? No, I'm good. I'm good, Dave. Sorry. I was cleaning. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've seen you in the chat room before. Yeah. So. Yeah. We did an interview of a targeted individual earlier. Right, right. Uh-huh. I, I, I clicked on your little link there, and, uh, you know, you can follow this show if you want, so you can see when we uh, have a, a live show. Uh, right. And this is um, – I used to be able to get my, my shows in the live section, you know, live now, and then they, they got shut down, and uh, I couldn't believe it. This show was in the live section. That was really, <laughs> really exciting. So people can actually see me. Yeah. yeah if, you don't, if you don't follow me, you can't tell when I'm on. I don't know how the heck you ever even got in here before, because I used to see you sometimes in the chat room. Yeah. yeah, I would just see where it would say live now on your – I checked your – I've been listening to your, uh, your archive shows for several years, a couple of years now, but uh, basically, like, wh- where are you going to the talk show page for the, not the uh, Contrarious Live 2 or the any of the other ones that you have, but the first one, it'll usually, or actually, this is in 2 tonight, this is in uh, Contrarious Live 2, and you see where it says uh, Live Now on the right-hand side in the little window. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew, I mean, that's the only reason. Well, let me ask you something. Is is my show showing up in the live now section that you're in? Not, not tonight, but I mean previously. How the heck did you? Previously it did, yeah. Previously it did. Really? I haven't, I haven't seen anything from you, and got it's been 
at least a month, I guess, since the last one. The last show that I saw of yours was uh, the one about Kali Firestorm. Yeah, Talk Show wasn't working. I, I, I uploaded part two of that. It was on right. October 30th, The Devil's Night. Yeah, it's got right. from music. I, I, I did upload that uh, two days ago, so you can listen to that. Right. It's kind of old, you know. We're, we're talking about Vegas. That makes it sound pretty dated. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I'll be uploading a lot of stuff. I, I don't like to do it all at once. And the reason is is because um, <laughs> uh, you can tell there's a big difference between the talk show audience and the uh, the, the iTunes audience. Uh, it's it's preferable to listen to the to the audio through um, iTunes. It has better sound quality. But right. actually, um, you know, iTunes is really slow to upload my stuff. It'll sit around sometimes for a week before it shows up there. But well, um, I- go ahead. I heard you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I heard you acknowledge me a few times on some of the other, uh, some of the other live shows, and I was still figuring out talk to you. I'm not very, I'm I'm not tech savvy, put it that way. Yeah, yeah um, I'm not either. I, yeah, so it took me a while to figure it out, and there was a couple of times where you were like, hey, GPNW, <laughs> and uh-huh. it just, I just couldn't do anything, but anyway. Anyway, um, the reason I don't like to upload too much audio at once is because, um, uh, well, they have statistics on uh, on TalkShoe. If you right. own the, uh, the you know the site, if you're the site owner, they show you these statistics, how many downloads, and you can see individual shows that have been uh, downloaded. But they don't have it on uh, iTunes, and so um, they got some basic stuff there, like this little graph from one to ten. But that's about it. it doesn't really give you any information that much. Right. And, um, but anyway, um, I've noticed that if <laughs> if I upload um, something and then upload another one behind it uh it doesn't get that many downloads because um huh. i'm not sure what these guys problem is on talk show, but they, they just download the latest thing and they ignore most of the time what's right behind it right if second if i you know second in rank well they uh, figure they think <laughs> they're obviously not paying attention yeah, I would think they would they I sorry, I stepped on the dog toy. <laughs> I would think they think that's old. Like second I have line. people by the way, it's obvious that they're new and they will download every single podcast that I have on, on uh talk show. It's unbelievable. You can see right. a lot of these older ones, everything will have a one. Man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> but see that's that's way easier on iTunes. It will do it automatically. They're doing it right. manually. You have to do that manually. You have to, and then you have to flip through all the pages. That is a lot of work, too. See, there's all these different um, websites out there that host the show. A lot of them are in other languages. There's a whole bunch of them. You can, just, you can search for the show. Sometimes they haven't even changed the name. They still call it Out of Darkness and the Light. But there's a whole bunch of them, and um, they all uh, work off of iTunes. And uh, the reason we know that is because um, the only website that carries uh, Room 2 is FM Player, and it's not, it's not functioning. It's, it's not functioning. So they're not it's, – it's, you have to go there and look at it. So and I can't get um, Room 2 on iTunes because of technical reasons, and so it's not represented on the Internet, only on TalkShoe. So that's yeah. how I know – that all these other sites are feeding off of iTunes. That's why if you don't get on iTunes, you're you're in trouble. You know. 
Yeah, yeah I, definitely, know who you are. I definitely don't spend much time on iTunes. Yeah. Anyway, you got any questions or anything? We'll probably wrap it up here. No, absolutely not. Just listen to the show, but I wanted to, since I finally figured out how the call-in works, I just wanted to make sure I answered it tonight. Okay, yeah, but you can follow the show, because I, I clicked on your link and you're not following any shows, so it's really oh, easy. Okay. You just... Yeah, it's up at top right there. It's, well, what does it say? Follow this or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've done that before, but I'll try Oh, really? Again. Yeah. According to Link, it says you weren't following anything. So. Huh. I've tried several times, and I heard you one night on one of the live shows uh, say you were trying to send me updates or something or send me uh, emails, but had a problem. That was one night when you were talking to Barb. I couldn't remember. Huh. Okay. But, yeah, I'll try it again. All right. Anything else, Chuck? Uh, no, I actually just went to a talk show main site and hit the uh, live button, and uh, yeah, your show's there. So it's Isn't cool. that something? Now, I wonder if uh, Room two, uh, room 1 will be on there. I'll have to give that a shot. I don't expect it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to find out, won't we? Um, I got another room called the Black Vault. I've got a, quite a few rooms, and it's mostly a hidden room, but sometimes I make it public. I- but for some reason, that 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 um, that room it would show up in the live section. <laughs> yeah, that's the only room that I could get in the live section with the black ball. Hmm. So. Okay, well, wrap it up, guys. All right, gentlemen. Okay, man. Talk to you guys. Nice to interact with you, GPN. Keep listening. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Good night. All right. Agree. Catch you later. Yeah. Bye. Every day. We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.